Once again, this is not just a hardcore match. This is the false count anywhere Mexican hardcore match. You can't get any better than that. We know those guys are crazy anyway. They'll do anything to their bodies. Why not just hand them a piece of furniture? That's great. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> you know what the craziest thing about? Yeah, we don't have to be in there. Great! They'll do anything. Yeah. The craziest thing is they're gonna get back up and wrestle again. Oh my! Is that, that right? That can't stay in. Now, that, that no, of course. In. No, I haven't marked it yet. Yeah, we're, We we're... might as well just cut everything because none of it's good. Uh, you cut the entire episode? Yeah. I mean, no. we could... I mean, let's just start. We let's could start just... over. We could start uh, over. We could probably... Sh- <laughs> I don't know anymore. I haven't written down the time that we could start. We could start. Hey, we could start right now. Yeah, let's restart. We could take, should watch, this could take 10 Bam Bam versus Knobs, I think. 15 minutes could take an hour. Back, get it? You want me to watch uh, Bam Bam just versus? Fi- yeah, just finish it off. All right, well, I'm going to do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Welcome to Wrestling's Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Okay, so we're scrapping that 10 minutes then. I guess. All right. Well, I mean, as much Episode... as I love to talk about Gattaca... Um, Gattaca and the zombie us. Halloween movies, uh, episode sixty-five. We're gonna now. No, now we don't have the severe face debate. That's right. Okay, that's right. I didn't like that part, anyways. I didn't like that part. <laughs> I didn't like what you said about her, and I disagreed. And I think you're attacking her for uh, other reasons. Um, welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Did we already we already did that. Um, episode yeah, sixty-five, and I'm gonna do this yeah. part again. But I should have just played it on the phone. Um, and I'm looking up Slamboree on the on the peacock on the cock. Tell them what we're doing, Siobhan. Let's get into it. It's WCW Brickabrac. <laughs> Most of it's hardcore. One of it's not really, but I just want to talk about it real bad. Yeah. So we're talking about it, and it's going to be the 25th anniversary of that match in like 10 minutes anyway. So which match? And that what, that match is what that the, the... Enos Jericho. Oh, oh, Enos. Jer- is it Enos? Enos. McEnos. Okay. okay, McEnos. All right, I've skipped uh all right, they I'm, they were fighting in the in the in the in the the, the entryway. I'm going to do a bit of a live react to some of this. Um so we have been doing I mean, we this is probably a bad idea, you know. No, this is a fine idea. Um we've been doing I've got it muted. It's going to be great. We've been doing the WWF Hardcore title, complete and accurate, every single title change and notable match. Yeah, I've 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 watched I, I've like <laughs> over a year planned of it now. 
on, the, gotten... on, our, on our document because I just all these matches are fun to watch and they're all like four minutes. Yeah, the dossier. You've got it all like you've got it all planned out. I got um, so many fucking thoughts about Steve Blackman's hardcore title reign right now. <laughs> fuck. I like that you have a document and that there's there's like you've got the files. <laughs> I've got a lot of files on Steve Blackman here, folks. Um, so we got the documents. We got some documents hey. on. Hey, hey, you know, police brutality. Tell me what Steve Blackman's doing on Monday nights isn't police brutality, folks. And you're cheering him. Um, like there, there's this whole thing happening in WCW at the same moment, and we talked about it with Hack because we did the Hack Run. Uh, check out the Hack Run if you didn't listen to the Hack Run. New listeners from the Mickey episode. <laughs> Uh, good thing like we cut the, out the last like ten Mickey minutes. Yourself? Like if Mickey's listening to this, I'm good to cut the last ten minutes because it's really boring. Um, uh, the the WCW Hardcore Division that emerges and sort of eventually evolves into this sort of like David Flair, Crowbar, Terry Funk, Norman Smiley like division, which we're gonna get to. Um, th- this is like an interesting thing to talk about at the same time as the. Um, you know, by by mid ninety nine, pretty stale WWF hardcore division where like they're you know, by let's see here by September you've got the kennel from hell stuff really going right yeah and like that you know those matches aren't good we talked about them on the show well, some of those matches are good they're f- I mean kennel yeah. from hell is dog shit obviously yeah pun, not pun intended but right right the uh the, there's that a lot of that stuff is worth watching for for reasons but like it's not like you know you're not you're not marking out over huge like fucking crazy shit like brian knobs i think is about to do a balcony dive and this thing i'm yeah this you, you're right i should I, sh- I should definitely have finished this and i'm glad i did oh my god <laughs> you can't even yeah, see his buddy. landing uh we'll talk about that in a little while um so there's and this... it's, yeah like uh i mean obviously the point we're at with, on that story on that uh, epic narrative is obviously when the when the title gets revitalized of the twenty four seven rule. Uh, this we haven't gotten to the W. We will get to the WCW Hardcore title in time, but it 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 kind of starts bad and stays bad mostly. Yeah, Reno has it. That's cool. Yeah, Terry we can Funk's do Reno. There, we'll obviously. do a Reno episode. We always I mean, talked. Well, we always talked about doing the Reno episode. I mean, in fairness, it's Reno... been on the document for years. <laughs> <laughs> Reno is like one of the most sick looking dudes of his at Reno looks like I could have he like could a fucking episode one fucking uh fucking Matrix reloaded twins conversation about fucking Sure, Reno. Reno's a totally dude. yeah, he's exactly that he's a two thousand ass dude. Um we will talk about Reno. Boy. Um the whole new blood, you know. I like how they were it's so sick that they were the heels, the new blood, uh, and then the millionaires club, you know, just the logic, just, just good writing from two great men. Vince well, the, but the, the thing about, you know, and we, I mean, we can't talk about this right now, but the thing about that is, is nobody was really the heel and nobody was babyface because the crowds did not react to anything. Give a shit, Cause no. like nobody gave a shit about a fucking thing. So that's, that was the kind of the, the biggest problem with the whole but thing. That being said, the natural born thrillers were a cool group of talents. Yeah. I, anytime I get a chance to watch a Sean O'Hare match, I'm always down. Um, another guy, you know, these are guys that I think will come up at some point. <laughs> Cause like, as we look at this, Matt, as, as like, the, look at this show, we're, we're, we're fitting in some, some, some odds and ends here. 
Um, this is the WCW Hardcore Odds and Ends episode, and I think it's important to say that we're doing modern, like, post-Nitro WCW, so we're not doing, like, you know, the full, like, we're not doing Foley. It's sort of, yeah. like, that's like a, there's a distinct split. There's everything Foley does, you know, and everything surrounding Foley, and then everything after Foley leaves in WCW, which is when they, you know... It's it's a very distinct thing, I think. I mean, the the, the thing that is is that in theory we want to have as many uh, include as many people from the junkyard battle. Ro- well, that's the other thing. This is so, your grand grandmaster play. <laughs> I I, I kind of and then I just decided to throw some other shit in because I was like, oh man, am I with this episode? Well, so that's the thing is we're getting to the hardcore battle royal at um at um. WrestleMania uh, 2000, of course. That's like sort of the next thing we're about to do. We built up to that in the last time we did the Crash Crash episode, which I love those matches, and I'm looking forward to watching that again. I haven't seen it in, you know, well over 15 years. Um, which has become my metric to say well over 15 years, but eventually I'm going to have to change <laughs> that to well over 20. Because, uh, you know, yeah. there's, there's like a moment there where I stopped watching stuff, and I can always use that as the number. Um, but we're going to stick with 15 for right now because I'm not that fucking old. It's um, like a Jack Benny move, you know? You never want to turn 41. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> you could say, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been I feel, 40 no, for I do, five decades I do. Now. I feel like Jack Benny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then we, you know, we, we watched the fucking hack matches and we got really into Brian Knobs again. Um, you know, we were like the bit, we, you know, we were, so we were all in on Brian Knobs and we hosted the whole campaign to get Brian Knobs, you know, now he's all elite, of course. Yeah. He signed a contract. Yeah. You know, uh, a statue of, uh, Brian Knobs' asshole erected. Yeah. Up in Allentown or whatever. Yeah. They they do the, the Knobs' ass memorial tag team tournament. Um, yeah, so we're, you know, I I think what we're trying to do now is just to push forward the uh the Brian Knobs and maybe the Nasty Boys in general appreciation society cuz Yeah, it was not like super intentional to have two Brian Knobs uh matches one was one of tag. But yeah, also they're all but they're all in, they all end up being pretty fun. He's kind of he's not ever present, but he is like a guy who pops in with like when when these sorts of things are heating up, he's around at the edges somewhere or he's throwing himself in the middle of it, which but he does like, in 99. Absolutely. Like he's a perfect guy to describe what the hell a late 2000 a late 90s early 2000s Major League Hardcore Division is supposed to be. Like, it's a hardcore division because ECW wasn't a hardcore, didn't have a hardcore division. It just had guys. And washed up guys from other promotions or guys who never made it in other promotions was sort of the ECW model for like their, you know, like that's sort of, that's sort of your vision for the hardcore division. And that's sort that's like when you've said this about AEW that they couldn't have a hardcore division because they, first of all, they don't have any punchers, but also they don't have like enough washed up old guys that are like willing to slum it in this way. Yeah. And sort of that's what you need some of those and you need you need guys where you just like well that's what boss man they're hitting the crossroads you know boss man guys who've like hit the crossroads yet boss man bob holly al snow are all guys who are either past their peak or still trying to find themselves and never will and this is the best they'll get you know yeah like boss man's 
towards the end of his career. Holly's been floating around forever and doesn't know what to do. And also, so is Snow. A guy, Snow has been floating around forever, but also is just a guy who never like he he only found himself in that. You know, like that's a, Road Dog is a guy who you know what to do with. Except if you're trying to do anything with him as a singles guy, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, well, that All was right. the blessing well, of that team, go. and they, you know, they they certainly did enough of that. I, you know, the weird thing about the, I don't, we've probably talked about this before, but the New Age Outlaws team, they don't go as long together as you would, as you as you remember, because they're so iconic. But they, you know, their run is like less than two years. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, um, they're not as it's not as bad as Edge and Christian, mm-hmm. but it's almost as bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's not as much, well, you know, that speaks to them as as a, as an act. Um, yeah. So it's, and it's like you know, like you know, who was an a, a DX affiliated tag team uh, tag champion in that era? That's right. It's Kane and X Pac, and nobody fucking sure. really remembers that. Because I think about it a lot. I think about Kane. Uh, I, I mean, be, doing like South Park really. bits. Remember when he did like a South like uh, killed Kenny? But what was the <laughs> Hard. Wasn't there some? Didn't what Kane would do like Cartman bits on SmackDown sometimes, right? Maybe I think there was just like the uh, Glad you get to talk now. All right, man. Uh, what, uh, what am I? Oh, you're you're still kind of like yeah. Look at you. That's what you are. Oh, I wonder how they did that voice. How did they do that Kane robot voice? You know, like what was the what was the software? Who was doing it? Who's pulling the strings there? And who's writing the lines? I got. I want to know. Gotta know. It's just all Russo, right? It's Russo with like a Casio oh, no, and a I, microphone. No, it's, no, it's Pritchard. It's, it's Pritchard. It's, Pritchard is the one who did Kyantai, so I just assume it's always Pritchard. Then again, is Pritchard the guy who Kane did Indeed? Was, yes. Okay, I didn't know. Then that. again, Kane wasn't that racist, and that's really the more the hallmark of uh, Bruce Pritchard's style. Oh yeah, okay. Kane's just offensive to like you know other types of marginalized people. Sure. To be sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. Kane. Kane came Kane, back. Bruce Pritchard definitely asked uh, Glenn Jacobs if he was Jewish. And he's like, no, nah, Jacobs isn't really <laughs> Oh, God, no. Heavens uh, no, he said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. He did um, not talk about his – it's like, well, I mean, some – there are some fine Jewish Austrian economic economic, economic specialists over the years. <laughs> though uh, Von Mises certainly wasn't a Jew. <laughs> you know, you could picture Kane, and then like people he's just a, being impressed because he's, he's a he's learned a guy. Yeah, that's a man who guys. reads. He doesn't understand anything he reads, but the man reads. Um, he knows how to read. Who invented money? Yeah, <laughs> that's a hell of a book. I got that one on the shelf over there. Um, all right. <laughs> so let's start with now. Um, guys who weren't really in any hardcore division because they were a tag team and. Uh, they weren't actually – there's a, there's shockingly little you could do with them against the Nasty Boys. That's the public enemy, uh, Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge against the Nasty Boys, Jerry Sags and Brian Knobs from Super Brawl 96. Super Brawl. All right. So the Super Junkyard Invitational – I remember what city this is in. Uh, well, well, I can. I care that. about that shit as you know. I know, I know you know. Really I, I know you do. No, it's all right. That's fine. Uh, you look that up. I'm gonna look up the complete list of all of the uh, the participants in the 1999 Bash of the Beach Junkyard Invitational for the uh, the what is it? Is it called? Is there a title? Is it just a? It's trophy? just like the cup. It's just it's just the like cup, the yeah. junkyard cup. And then they or turn some it in, like that. They get a they get a belt eventually, though, right? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with it. 
Really? That, That's interesting. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about that. No, they're get to basically it. unrelated. Okay. Well, I refuse to uh, subscribe to that. I think it's. I think this is sort of. The, the, all right, so the Junkyard Invitational. I don't know if people like remember this match. I think Saint some Petersburg, people do. Petersburg, Florida. All right, at the Bayfront Center. Cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, and, the, and then the, the the Junkyard Invitational, of course, happens not too far from there in Fort Lauderdale. Um, who knows where the hell they shot the fucking Junkyard Invitational though? Um, and that's sort of the deal is we're going to do that episode where we do the Battle Royal, the Hardcore Battle Royal from WrestleMania 2000. We're going to do the Junkyard Invitational from Bash at the Beach '99, and I. Th- I want to do the grocery store match. <laughs> I think we should. I mean, I think that that's was all the, up to you. I think that's what we should do because it's the. I, I don't know where else it, it would ever fit, and it's so wacky. So we're gonna do those three matches in an episode. Um, maybe that's like Christmas Day. <laughs> that seems like a really stupid thing to do. Um, yeah, or maybe you know, maybe we do it next week. Um, that match: Fit Finley, Cyclope, Jerry Flynn, Johnny Grunge, Hack, Horace Hogan. <laughs> Brian Nobbs, Hugh Morris, LaParka, Lord Steven Regal, Rocco Rock, Silver King, David Taylor, and Mikey Whipwreck. So who do we cover in the last one, right? It's Jerry Flynn's not in this episode, but we could... Jerry Flynn's the... I couldn't find anything good You couldn't good find a Jerry Flynn episode. The first family that, are, that, okay. I, that we could really sink our teeth into, if that was the issue. I think I looked for some Jerry Flynn stuff, too, when we were talking about this, like, two months ago, like, before we ever even got here. Yeah, yeah, this was a plan, long planned in the works, but in the sense of we could do this episode literally at any point in our right. lives. Right. Well, I, I found this Five match. years, it's as equally topical. Sure, yeah. Well, I found this one, I think, the Super Brawl, the the, the public enemy and the nasty boys match we're talking about here. Um, but this one, so Sags is not in that match, but Johnny grunge and Rocco rock are both in the, uh, the, so the idea was you wanted to have a match for everybody. That was the junkyard. Pretty more, pretty much. <laughs> Which that is very funny. Feasible. No, I love it. I love it. But I love it. And we, you know, we, we got close. We couldn't do Dave Taylor. Um, and we couldn't, and I, I looked for Dave Taylor too. Cause I looked at a bunch of random matches from like 99, Saturday night, and he just all of his matches are just normal fucking him beating up some some guy, you know. Like beating they're up all like fine. Frankie Lancaster, or something. Yeah, it's yeah. all you know. It's Dave Taylor like doing shit, you know. It's cool, but it's not Dave Taylor rocks. Yeah, yeah it's not Perot. The there's man no, was in Perot and Kampf, yeah. There's no hidden Perot and Kampf happening on you know ninety nine. Well, I wish there was. The whole WCW I mean, Hardcore Division, the, man. The closest that awesome. thing is um, is Kaz Hayashi and fucking Raven. Like that's that's the Perot and Comp of ninety nine Saturday Night, basically. Um, you know. Uh, so this is Public Enemy, who you don't like. You're not a fan, right? Oh, they're they're fine. Johnny Grunge isn't that good, but I mean, obviously, Rock, uh, Ted Petty, Rock, Rock could actually go. Could but he? The, I, mean, I don't know. I, no, Ian, I think Ian he could. I've he seen did. some of that early '90s stuff, the Cheetah Kid stuff. It's he's good in that. Yeah. All right. It's more, but it's more <laughs> I, like I, mean, I believe you. I, mean, I don't under. I don't. It, it's more that this gimmick is fascinatingly stupid. Mm. And and I feel like what's the gimmick? Poorly upon what is the gimmick? Sorry. Um, I don't know if there is one. I mean, I mean no, there is one. It's that they're just like, but but they're like just. They're, well, they're like they're, they're like white guys. They're, they're white guys like, who like hip hop, kind of ostensibly, but it's like they're like they're they're like guys who, they who like just saw talk, House basically. Party. Yeah, they like they're like they're they're like they're trying to be kid and play eight years later, but white. It's, it's kind of like, fascinating. It's like hilarious how for all like oh man, you know who understood the zeitgeist? Paul Heyman. This this has nothing to do with anything. This was his hip hop tag team. Was these two white guys? Yeah. <laughs> this was his like. Oh yeah, I heard about 
Um, Easy E? Damn, he's crazy. What about these two white guys? <laughs> and where the fuck are they from? Where, where's Rocco Rock and where, where did Public Enemy come from? Are they, are they East Coast guys? Yeah. Okay. I, I believe Rocco Rock was originally born in like South Africa or something. But, uh, <laughs> so many of that. the greats were, of course. He's from uh, Woodbridge Township in Jersey. You see, so he's I from see like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Died in Philly, uh, as many have um, over the years. Um, Johnny Grunge, uh, it's uh, Sulphur, Louisiana. That's God, a hell of a place to be from. But I, that, I uh, Sulphur is uh, forty-five minutes away from my hometown of Beaumont, Texas, and I drove through Sulphur probably three hundred fucking times in my life. So, shouts out. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he just ended up getting to uh, fucking Woodbridge, New Jersey, as well. Now, so you add that, and then you add uh, the Nasty Boys, who are from the Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton area. Well, they're You're- from Nasty Boulevard. Yes, which is ostensibly really, which is like basically New York. It's at the corner of of, uh, of Shitstain Avenue and 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 Fart Street. <laughs> but really, either way, you get one of. So this match provides me with one of my favorite things in wrestling uh, that we didn't that we didn't have a lot of until really very recently, and even then, it's sweaty northeastern guys wearing shirts wrestling in major in a major promotion like the <laughs> pinnacle of that i think is mikey whipwreck versus billy kidman for the uh cruiserweight title at oh, sure. uh Uncensored it's, for a, it's for a major title <laughs> i mean that's just like and it's on a show yeah. where everybody's like way more roided out like in 99 yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah to wear a shirt in 99 was a real hell of a thing in wcw <laughs> These are just, I mean, and we have another one of, I mean, I just love, like, if you tell me that, like, like you could boil ECW down to everybody here wears a shirt and they're from above, they're from north of fucking Washington, D.C., uh-huh, but not yeah. west of Pittsburgh, uh-huh, and that'd uh-huh. be great. You don't need anybody else. They're all wearing shirts. Even even if you're fit, you're wearing a shirt. Taz is putting on his shirt. Taz is kind of fit, right? RVD, get out of here. You're from Michigan. Get the fuck out of here. Bad JT Smith, Michigan. though. JT Smith, they you know, put, make him put a shirt on. <laughs> JT Smith's wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I So I guess... All right, there are a couple of guys in fucking hockey jerseys, right? So they're they're both do it. They're both they're a couple of Smiths, and I'm not talking about Morrissey and Marr. It's Kevin. There are a couple of Kevin yeah. Smiths. Um, Grunge has a jersey number that says 69. Rocco's is just a double zero, but I thought it would be really funny if both of their jerseys said 69. Ironically, okay, <laughs> this is that would be so up- cool if everybody in the team had the same number and it was all 69. Uh, I was, uh, there's a match, uh, a WWE, uh, WWF hardcore title defense. Uh, I think it's Black versus Road Dog. And, uh, and that era of DX hockey jersey, uh, he and X-Pac are both wearing 69. Of course. But they don't have nameplates on it, which is what you really need. You need the, well, like, but they're both wearing 69 anyway. Like it's Jackie Robinson day, but for idiots, (laughs) everybody, we're just honoring, honoring the great number 69. He was a good one. Uh, He was a hell of a player. 
the first yeah. the first guy to ever eat pussy at second base. Um, it's like I was Mickey Mantle, <laughs> like uh, Mickey Mantle being asked uh, for like a Yankees old timers day. Uh, like, what was his favorite memory of Yankee Stadium? And Eating it was, pussy at second base. And he literally said, I got a blowjob under the bleachers once. Oh, that was hell cool. yeah. That was Mickey? Mickey said that? Yeah. Mickey uh, Mantle said that. Mm. That's very sick. Uh, they don't, you know, baseball is not as fun as it, I mean, you know, I, I wonder about that. Who's the guy? The big, the, the big Japanese feller. Oh, it's the sh- uh, Otani. Otani, yeah. yeah. You think he's getting his dick sucked? I fucking hope. Getting his I fucking mean, bat this man's out on. here. This man, I mean, this man's he fucking... throws it and he hits it. It's I don't know much like, about baseball anymore. Well, that is hard to do. It's, I, I nobody ever to the reasons why, well, because it's like it's difficult to do that and be a reliever. You have to be a starter and yeah. so forth. Yeah. But you're not going to give a shit. Nobody mm-hmm. should. What I want to talk about, of course, now this is the spin art of nasty boy uh, shirts. All right, we're not going to talk about Otani. Okay, we'll talk about him later. Um, he's great. I hope he's getting his dick well, sucked. I hope so too. Yeah. Or if he doesn't have time, I mean, he's got to pitch and hit. So, like, who has time to? <laughs> well, I think that means that he's just getting his dick sucked and his ass eaten. Oh, sure. There we go. God, but seriously, but who say, has the time? He's. I hope that contract has got him like you know, got the finest. <laughs> um, the 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 spin art. I so I guess this is the music they have is hilarious. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, this is them. The Nasties have a weird career because they are only in the WWF for a couple years, right? Yeah. And then they then they then they come to WCW, or they were in WCW before, and then they went to WWF. Then they come back, and then they leave, and they, they come back. They leave, NBA, they come back. The WCW to WWF to WCW, and they float then around and Indies Jerry and Sags shit. Gets hurt. Uh, he retires for a couple years. Brian Nobbs goes solo. Uh, and that's like, the late '90s. So, so is that yeah. what happens? That happens. After. All right. Well, we can talk yeah, about that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I forget what the hell it is, but Sags is we'll look a full time wrestler again somehow. Today? Yeah, more or less a full time guy. Like he wrestles. Jerry like Sags a full time wrestler. Twenty twenty one. I mean, I'm counting ten times a year for a dude who's in <laughs> like his sixties as full time. Is he in the Scenic City Invitational or what? <laughs> Fucking. I mean, is he a Hailsverse guy? Amusingly, I was going to make a joke and say that these are like. I saw Tom's but Customs post like a graphic fuck- of Jerry Sags versus Daniel Garcia at fucking Boardwalk, and I'm I'm, I'm buying my tickets. They, these are kind of like the elementary school version of the Carnies, like the spin art. Sure. The, they're just all, but they're also they also feel like dads. Well, the Carnies feel- are the no no the Carnies are the hot topic version of the Nasty Boys. I mean, more or less. Yeah, yeah. The Carnies. Fuck the Carnies. I just want to put it out there. They both suck, we're never, we're especially, but watch, especially Nick. <laughs> we're never going to watch that match where uh, he sticks the Kenzen in Eric Ryan's head from AIW, are we? I don't know. I don't know that match. Uh, I don't want to know it. Uh, <laughs> Nick Iggy. I, look, Kerry Offal is not a good wrestler, but Nick He's Iggy. Right. Nick, Iggy one of the, Nick Iggy, one of the worst wrestlers of all time. Nick Iggy isn't very good, though. <laughs> Nick Iggy. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. Bad, bad guy. Um, hope I never see. Does he wrestle? Is he still around? Are the fucking uh, carnies still around? There's no way the carnies are still around. Yeah, ostensibly. Ugh. Good lord. The dregs of IWTV. The things <laughs> some people fucking watch. Spend their time on. Hey, man, you're the Daniel Garcia backer. 
I like him. He's good. Yeah, he, I can't he, look at his fucking face. He's such a. He, that's kind, that's the best thing about him. Brazilda Records. I can't do a fall of his bullshit. This that's fake the best. Nerd. The best thing about Daniel Garcia is how is this, uh, disgusting he is. How what the fact that he has an awful face that makes him look British? He looks British. This he man does is have a British, ostensibly demeanor. Puerto Rican. He or does. Something. He does. Yeah, he does have a British demeanor for sure. For sure. Um. He's. I mean, he's he's better than Wheeler Yuta, maybe. He's no. Listen, no. Are you saying he's not a good wrestler? Come oh, he's on. fine. I just, I just don't. I just think he's getting too much stick. It is. It is crazy how much. No. Yeah. Daniel Garcia is great. That's um, like because that's the thing is that like what? yeah he's better yes said... he's what the fuck shut the fuck up he's yes he's better than Wheeler Yuta what the fuck you well, well, I'm not, what I mean... do you mean he's better than I'm better than Wheeler Yuta <laughs> no you are bitch fuck Wheeler you. Yuta was a great talent and the greatest promotion ever known I go six with honest. Lee Moriarty and make Wheeler Yuta look like a fucking bitch all right. Let me let me go sixty with the tiger style. No, they shouldn't. Well, who did you'd have went sixty with somebody, right? It was Daniel Garcia. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. Uh, clearly, I don't. <laughs> I'm not no, paying attention. No, I mean, all the, here's the thing. I just want to say, I don't know why we're on this topic exactly. It's my fault, but like all of you the, shit uh, on the guy, in, that's good. Yeah, no, no, he's he's fine. He's uh, Matt Mikowski's better. Uh, of just got uh, sure. of just guys yeah. I, I saw mean, yes, he in is. one <laughs> match from ICW Weapon from X. a few he's months ago. It's just like he's not a twink. That's the problem with Matt Mikowski is he's too tough looking. That's why he's not yeah. on TV. That's why Daniel People... Garcia works is because he's a fucking little prick, shit ass loser, and he's a he's, ba- so he's a badass he like, fighter. He's he a badass like fighter, Ospreay, dude. and he I looks like Will Osprey exactly. That's why he's good. All right, Re- all right, all right. Think, You've defended Osprey before Re- on this podcast. I've defended him. Yes, you have, bitch. When did I do that? Okay, when he, when he wrestled Vader, that match from re- that WrestleMania weekend. Oh, that match is great! I love well, that fucking. Solid. I love that Riddle Osprey match. You're right. All right. Well, a lot has <laughs> happened since then. You know what? Though? You know what? Though you know who That's we all can agree are great. Four great men. It's Public Enemy, the Nasty Boys. All right. Um, the so Nasty's how... theme. They're wearing tennis shoes. I'd love to see it. Tony says they're they're wearing they're, what are they Nikes or Reeboks. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess it's because it's a street fight, so they were in tennis shoes. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, there's a bunch of weapons, and there's a bunch of brawling outside, and this is one of those matches that I think is sort of the, the – this is sort of the knob specialty in 99-2 in where it's like there's really no thread. It's just no, hitting God each no. other. You know? And but it, that it, – it's really unprofessional, and he's great at that. That's yeah. what I want him want want to see is a dude who he just doesn't really give a shit. Like maybe maybe he hurts his opponents, maybe he doesn't. Preferably he doesn't, and as my but whatever happens happens. I mean, and these are plunder brawls. It's like yeah, you're gonna hurt your opponent. So it's like ultimately he's he. I mean, there's nothing wrong with just being like yeah, I'm gonna lean in on these shots, eh, you know. But he also, but it's just like it's such a funny setup because it's like. The first time we covered a public enemy match was um the Acolytes. Yes, and it's like those two guys work as stiff as the nasty boys, but they're also actual athletes. Uh, well, and no, but also but those guys are actual athletes. those guys are bullies. The nasties are the get the nasties give as much as they get. And that's the that's the thing about this is this is a pretty 50-50 brawl. Yeah. Whereas Bradshaw is too busy Bradshaw in that ass and Farouk is, you know, 
banned. I've been telling you that for years, man. <laughs> uh, that that's what it was. I told you on the uh, we don't know evolve. Uh, I it was on recipes that show. Yeah, I guess you know, I, I I guess I never you know. There's these things. Like uh, dust in the wind, you know, <laughs> like tears oh, in the really? rain. I don't know. Um, everything I say on the internet, I would hope that nobody ever remembers because I certainly don't remember ninety five percent of them. Um, this I is... remember so much, and that's why I don't sleep well at night. Yeah, that's why you should drink while you. Uh... The uh, so grunge, grunge is paired up early with uh, with 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 uh knobs and then Rocco Rocco I think Rocco throws Sags immediately through the ropes and he just like lands on the stairs. Like immediately this is off to a bad start. <laughs> yeah. Uh Grunge jumps off the apron and gets a face full of popcorn from Knobs. Um Rocco disappears, comes back with a huge uh, a table with a tablecloth hanging off of it, which I love that. Yeah. Um like he hasn't even folded the legs in he's just holding a table over his head. Um, and we got, we got Dusty on commentary here, which means every time there's a chair shot, uh, he's like, hey, beating like a scholar dog, Tony. Oh, baby. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? I've seen that before back when I was a young man. Um, and then, you know, there's just a ton of this and they just hit each other and, um, there's a table spot and there's another table spot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rocco Rocco's for free tables in this match. He, Great. He, You'll okay. love that. This I is thought a he seven went minute match. Okay. Is it really seven minutes? It's like seven, seven. You know, I'm bad at clocking these things. These fast matches, these short ones, I'm yeah. always like, that was a good six minute match. You're like, oh, I went two and a half. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you serious? The yeah, fuck? this is only seven minutes. All right, well, good job, good job, guys. They get um, a lot of shit in. Yeah, Dusty says plunder. Um, plunder. Plunder uh, is that something you used uh, to fix toilets back in Texas? That's so, plunge your brain. Yeah, <laughs> this whole thread where Bobby says, uh, uh, so he says, did you say he's, it's thunder? And Dusty says no, plunder. And he's and and Brain says, oh, plunger. That's the thing you use in the commode. And he says commode. Commode. Um, which is great. And uh, Also, you know, if you want to, like, make a riff on someone being, like, more out of touch, but you're a heel, then it is a good word to use. Because you we sound like a say... complete fucking, like, uh, I remember you sound commode. like you have shingles if Com- you have you use the word commode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I hope, you know, to keep the rain That's... out of the house, you know. Uh, you use the you use that in the water closet. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also a bit here where Bobby uh, makes a joke about uh, like there's a there's a bunch of furniture in the ring and he says like Hey Tony, this reminds me of the furniture at your house, um, implying that all the furniture's <laughs> broken. <laughs> Which is just, just th- this era, these matches are just. Giving some Bobby something to riff on. Bobby's just continuing. He had been because bored. he has nothing. He has no insight. How the fuck could you have insight in this match? He's just having fun, which is totally fine. I mean, him talking over like Dungeon of Doom shit or whatever, like is is funny. But it, I don't know. There's something extra that you get here um, when he's actually having fun watching the thing. You know, yeah. um, we get the split screen, and you know, we've talked so many times about these wild Jersey All Pro or CZW tags where like we only see half the match. I think a recent one was. Uh, where it was like Jimmy Lloyd and Nick Gage versus the Powers of Pain, and like half the footage is on Jimmy Lloyd and the Barbarian, and you're like, no, I want to watch Ming and fucking Nick Gage. 
Yeah. You know, like, you know, we, we talked about this going back to the very first episode. But this, they have this split screen. And so, I guess, you know, what, it's seven and a half minutes. But there's absolutely no downtime. And even if there no. was on one end, the other guys are beating each other up. And you could see it on the other side of the screen. This is one of the best examples of, like, production. Enhancing, Absolutely. like I loved this. I and I loved, you know, I I was like watching like when they decided to switch to just a single shot when the guys got close enough and they would go back into it, and it was it was really interesting. I thought it was really interesting to watch. Um, you know, uh, I'm a fucking uh, nerd and a loser. Um, well, this is a podcast <laughs> about the fineries of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, we love this shit. We live for this shit. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit, you know, in the split screen. Sags is a pile driver on grunge on a trash can, and his big, fat, nasty ass just flattens <laughs> it. Just completely flattens the trash can. Knobs uh, hits a vertical suplex on Rocco through a table. That's the that's number two. Okay, right. That's number there two, are yeah. three. Okay, shit. At an awkward angle, uh, the table breaks in a very silly way. Uh, clearly a pre-gimmicked table. <laughs> The way most of these tables break is very comical. Um, WCW was the worst defender of the the the, the Lucha pre- Underground. I think is all time the worst, but WCW oh, weren't yeah. great. Okay, maybe yeah. Lucha Underground would have like tables bifurcate in half perfectly. It was like ridiculous looking. Okay, these I are think all I like jigsaw, yeah, which are really goofy looking. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's there's methods. Uh, Public Enemy have done this before. Um, he, uh, Grunge tries to throw a, 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 a fountain drink, um, into Nobbs's face, but Nobbs blocks it with a trash can lid, which is really sick. And, uh, um, Dusty he's trying to throw ass in his face. Yeah, well, you know. Incredible. The, back in the 90s, man. they were, you know, the, the anti-soda campaigns, especially in the schools. Um, they're trying to take our vending machines away. It was a big deal when I was a kid, you know? It was like, oh, next year. And it was always the thing, like in May, May would come around and you'd be like close to the end of the year and they'd be like, you know, they're going to take the fucking ho-hos away. (laughs) They're not going to put the fucking orange Little Debbie cupcakes or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. Uh, They never did. And I got to eat them, you know, and I still, and I still do to this day. Um, there's a really great uh, moment where Nobbs is uh, wailing on Rocco Rock with a trash can lid in the foreground, and in the background, uh, Grunge is beating on Sags with his own weapon of some kind. And Nobbs sort of like looks out of the corner of his eye, catches him, and he's like, he like looks down at Rocco Rock, and Rocco's dead on the ground. Yeah. So he takes off full speed towards Johnny Grunge and delivers this flying trash can lid shot. Like, he, like, leaps. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, how it's, like, she, like Shane McMahon. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, kind of like a Tito Santana. <laughs> he does a bit burrito. Of, he does a Tito Santana burrito McMahonito, like, sort of tra- flying trash a can. A beef wrap, a beef wrap, he yeah. does a, he does a Chipotle on him, and he fucking nails him. Um... And it's great. And uh, I don't know. Sags is an Onita fucking table suplex. <laughs> I stuff. love the table suplex. Yeah. All right. Always so fun. It's the best. It's the best. I love it when they do that. Um, Tribute uh, to, uh, to to his old, old friend Cactus Jack. Because in, in the same way that sure. well, so many of these he did matches too, yeah. end up in the ex- – they always end up in the, like, merchandise table area, which I love. 
I love this like half gimmicked fucking merchant. And it's only the and it's no, the I say fake it's concession gimmick. stand. Yes. Yeah, because it's like when the hell are you actually going to sell shit to people? There's there? no yeah. There's yeah. I, I always thought that was a very goofy thing. Even as a kid, I remember being like, "That's not a real. Con- that's not how concessions work." There's not, yeah. there's not a little table back there where maybe, like, while you're buying cotton candy, you might, like, inadvertently get in the way of Rocco Rock doing a an eight-foot balcony dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a very funny, the finish of this, um, Rocco goes up in the crowd, dives off, I, I guess, like, a seven, seven-and-a-half-foot wall. It's, like, a head above Nobbs' head. <laughs> Thereabouts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nobbs is on a table. Knobs rolls off. Uh, Rocket Rock actually misses most of the table, mostly just takes tailbone on floor, which is pretty funny. But he brushes against the table, and since the table is gimmick, it just breaks in half. Um, and then Knobs is like the man. He picks up a piece of this big ass, you know, like jagged table that was very clearly pre gimmicked, and he just does like a big running splash on Rocco for the for the win. Yeah. Um, and. Really? It, Really gets the thing across. Yeah, well, and that's sort of you know he does that in some of the later matches in some of the ninety nine matches where he he'll like you know his finish will be like a a random trash can belly flop onto a guy, and it's just like oh yeah that would finish a match. <laughs> I guess yeah, that sure. would. I mean, I guess I probably wouldn't get up from that either. Yeah, I'm, okay, uh, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. I thought this was incredible. I thought it was four and a. Uh, fucking quarter legit it's very it's a super fun match maybe the definitive public enemy match um after the match bobby the brain heaton describes that eight foot balcony dive as uh rocko rock flying 25 feet through the air through a masonite table um <laughs> sure yeah so that's the i think that's the intro audio probably you probably already heard him say that uh bobby says eat your heart out dan gable and I don't know who that is. So. Uh, that's uh, Olympic wrestler. Okay. Well, he must have had a fucking problem with Bobby the Brain Eden, I guess. Well, it's because it was like, uh, it's like, because that's pure wrestling. And this mm-hmm. is And this is not, real wrestling. Yeah, this is a street fight yeah. from the streets. Yeah, where the falls can count literally anywhere. Um, speaking of, I guess the street, the lot. The parking lot at... The Albany Civic Center. It's <laughs> April twenty second, nineteen ninety six. What's Lord Stephen Regal against the Belfast Fruit Bruiser? The Fit Belfast Finley. Bruiser. Is he fit yet? Have they ever said his name, or is he just oh, still the Belfast maybe. Bruiser? I think they might say it uncensored, but he says it like as soon as he debuts. Because I just watched the uh, the documentary about him that was done a couple of years, like like ten-ish years ago now, I guess. Is a Fit Finley documentary? Yeah, it's very good. Cool. What's that? Is that on YouTube? Yeah. All right. You can find it. Well, I mean, I'll fucking link it. That's on school. I didn't know that existed. I like Fit Finley. I think he's, oh, I don't know, one of the uh, 15, 20 best wrestlers of yeah, all time. Fucking, yeah, he's a fucking man. Like, there's no way around it. You know who was also good? Yeah. Who is that, Bucky? I, you know, I guess, I guess I have Finley over Regal. In my head, hmm. just because Finley's so... Because these two guys are so fucking iconic. I guess they're both, like, top 25 guys for anybody with a brain. You know? Yeah. I mean, unless you just don't like the style and don't like uppercuts, which I guess I understand. But, you know, 
it's almost we talked about this these guys wrestling um what that's a month prior about yeah at uncensored oh, like, yeah exactly almost exactly a month that match is almost identical to this one except it's in a ring <laughs> and it's like <laughs> isn't it kind of four times as long it is longer yeah yeah um this, but it, it it hits a lot of the same three strokes. times three times that's a 17 minute match okay and this is six minutes perfect I think this might be, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't want to fuck around and say some shit. It's. I think it's one of the. It's one of the most. It's one of the realest matches of all time. It's probably one of my like like yeah like twenty five fifty favorite matches of all time. I've watched it so many times. The park is it parking lot brawl? What are they? Parking lot brawl. Is that it? Okay, parking lot brawl. Belfast Bruiser versus Lord Steven Regal. I have it as the twenty ninth. Is that when it aired? Uh probably. Okay. Okay. Goddamn new um, cage match, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that's what you wrote down, so I'm going by that. But you you switched it up on me, but that's why... Oh, uh, well, yeah. You, that's why I let you do that part, usually. Yeah, that's fine. Um, this is an infam- infamous match. I think it's one of the first I saw as it aired on Nitro, because Nitro, for me, really opened up. And, I, you know, I was seven years old at this point. Um, I'm a big wrestling fan, WWF fan, since I was three and four years old, you know. Tapes, and yeah. eventually Raw, when Raw was on USA, and it was easy, and it was... Th- I'd watch it every week, you know? Um, and then, you know, WCW was always on. I've talked about this before, but I just never, like, cared because it was, like, Saturday. I'm going to go play outside, you know? Sure. Like, you know, Southeast Texas. It's fucking, even in December, you're playing outside well past 7.05 or whatever time the show ends. Um, I didn't care, you know? Um, and it wasn't until... Monday nights, you know, it wasn't until they had a show on that in my brain was like, oh, okay, there's another show on Mondays. And then I would watch yeah. the stuff, you know, and I'd flip back and forth. And then it got to a point pretty, pretty soon. And it was around this time, like a couple months before the NWO stuff all hits, we just started taping one show and watching the other. And there was no rhyme or reason to which one we would tape. We would just decide, me and my dad would be like, which one do you want to watch now? And they were both an hour at the time, yeah. you know, so it was so easy. Um, we could watch both of them in a night or we could watch the next one the next day or whatever, you know. Um, but this is one of the ones that I saw. This is like one of the earliest ones. This whole run here um, with the Giant and his title run and eventually, of course, the NWO. This is when I was watching. And um, so me being seven years old, seeing this... Uh, <laughs> It's a hell of a thing. Never seeing anything like this. I mean, not that there was anything like this before. Where, whose idea is this? How does this happen? I mean, I'm just going to assume in April of '96. I, I'm going to assume that one of the two or both pitched it to fucking Dusty or someone, and they were just like, and then he's like, oh wait, I think it's a great match. Uh, (laughs) It's a great idea, but Eric, we gotta, we gotta do this. You understand, Pally? And that kind of shit. Yeah, is that kind of yeah? So I just realized this is right after the Hollywood parking lot brawl. This is like a a month later. Yeah. So maybe this is a direct response to to Dustin. Dusty's like saying, "I saw my son out there doing some gay shit in an <laughs> alley in the back of a fucking Hollywood porno set, you know, or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> whatever he would say. 
I'm gonna put these two European pieces of shit faggot ass motherfuckers in a parking lot brawl. Um, I would assume that Dusty would use the. Other what one. even is a parking lot brawl, <laughs> Dusty? Well, Eric is very simple, my two friend. Two dandy fucks from Europe in a parking lot. <laughs> They're beating on each other, and it's gonna be spectacular, baby. Is it okay that I said that? I don't give a shit. All right. I didn't mean, I didn't <laughs> mean to say it, but. Oh, um, anyways, Finley. You sucked a dick. You get the pass. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> not proud of any of it. We join in media res. Um, <laughs> Belfast Bruiser. Uh, there's, what is there, like six randomly placed cars and all. Yeah. It's not a parking lot person. It's like, what is it? I mean. Because they got like... bleachers up. There's like a thousand people watching. <laughs> I mean, they definitely were going to. It, it's it's filmed live as the episode is being uh, recorded. Definitely. You think so? I wondered. I wondered if it was because it seems it maybe. Seems, may, I mean, maybe that that's the thing. Maybe the editing was... choices that are made in the later part of the match and Bischoff's comments would lead me to believe that this was all live. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, this, I mean, how live that, you never know. Sure. Well, of course. course. But, yeah. And also it's in Florida and the satellites there, you know, things transmit really slowly. It's, uh, they, they, uh, they have a whole bleacher set up and I don't remember this many people being in attendance for this for whatever reason no it's it's wild it's it's a weird setup it's a it's a and it's a bizarre setting in my head so i don't know i i guess this i thought there were like barrels with like fire it's like much more like a wwf kind of move yeah yeah but but in but here's the thing about this match is that it it does its job so well and it burned itself into my brain so well that not having seen it in you know however many years i still in my head it's like you know uh mad max ask or you know it's like there's there's some things going on in my memory of this match that don't actually happen and the match is badass there's no fire barrels (laughs) no um there's just some shitty cars it's just a bunch of shitty cars yeah i mean it, it starts it starts hot um, like I said, we start like, you know, like in progress and Finley's sticks his fucking foot through a window immediately. And he's kind of stalking Regal around. He's got a fucking cinder block. Um, he's, you know, he throws a tire at him. Like there's, you know, the, the spots here. And we talked briefly about the, um, the, uh, LAX, EYFBO, um, versus best friends match last year from AEW, which is a wonderful match, um, and couldn't exist without this. And this is very much the raw, you know, real ass version of that match. Um, and it's just they kind of float from one thing to another, and it feels almost not like an exhibition because they do want to kill each other. But there's some gamesmanship. Like anytime, I I guess I guess that's the thing with Finley and Regal to a degree, is they're both such killers. But especially Finley, Finley's always got like, uh, you know, come on, son, come on, hit hit me. Let's, yeah. Let's let's wrestle. 
I'm going to fucking kill you, but let's fucking go for a few minutes. Because I would like to have some fun here. He just enjoys it so I'm the much. Belfast Bruiser. Let's fucking roll around. And Regal has it too. That's why I think of Finley looking like he was not enjoying himself in a match. Yeah. Like, even, as a, like, even as a serious heel performer or whatever, it's like, no, he's just here it's to just kick ass. Of, it's part of the character and it's part of like... Like real, the man, it's one hundred percent of the man. Real psychotic fucking ass kickers who pick fights act like this. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been in a, f- I've been in one fight where I was extremely out of my element, and the person fucked with me, and it was a really bad time. It's like there, there are guys, there's plenty of fucking like alpha fucking dudes who are who will pick a fight and then just fuck with you, you know. And these are both that kind of guy, you know. They're both. European gentlemen, of course. Um, learned. They've also, I mean, Regal, who has done a lot of drugs and just doesn't give a shit. Who's just, yeah, just sure. like hard sh- drinking, hard living dudes. Yeah, like Finley. I mean, in that in the documentary, like it talks about how like they had to move out of uh, like Ulster to sure, like, the Wales. Troubles. The troubles. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> if you hear if you can't wrestle in your uh, home country. Because there's guns, fire going off, all, like like between yeah. and like a fucking uh, civil war slash national occupation. You know, you, you, like what's some glass? Did you see my? Some... Did you see what I said about uh the 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 Steve McQueen film Hunger? My joke about Hunger, the film. Oh. Uh, where Michael Fassbender starves himself. He's like an IRA prisoner. He's Bobby Sands, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Sands, yeah. I, I I always thought it'd be funny if I got, if I ever met or got a chance to talk to Steve McQueen. Not, you know, the the director Steve McQueen. Yeah, Black um, Steve McQueen. Black Steve okay. McQueen, British Lover's Rock, uh, small axe. Um, I would say, I loved your film Hungy. And I would say it like a little kid saying, like, like he's hungry. <laughs> I loved your film Hungy. <laughs> That's my bit. If I ever meet Steve McQueen, the black director from from Britain, not the white actor from also gay, also California, gay. yeah, yeah. Um, also, very Steve, different men. I think Steve McQueen was also wasn't he secretly gay? Wasn't he? Nah, nah. That's the best of my knowledge. <laughs> um, yeah, he so, might. I mean, everybody was gay back then, man. So you know, but whatever. Yeah, the troubles. That's just life. Listen, the troubles. Um, also. To think about Finley, what Finley was what? He's a teenager in the seventies? Yeah. He's like old enough to have like possibly been recruited. Right? <laughs> Maybe. Is there an alternate universe where Dave Finley is in there with Bobby Sands and he's like rubbing shit all over like have you seen Hunger? Have did I, I just asked you no, this question. Uh, you haven't I mean, actually seen the film, have you? I haven't seen it. I'm it's, good. It's it's a disgusting film <laughs> some really bad stuff happens in that movie which is why my joke about it is funny um if i ever met the director steve mcqueen um yeah there's a world where fit finley is an ira um freedom fighter well he's protestant term? so no but uh, oh that's right best... i forgot about that oh that ruins but the, whole the best of my thing. knowledge he is always been Damn he's it. just an irish so he would he he would have been one of the one of the the names. The he would have named names. I'm fucking no. He would have been like a like with like the fucking Shankills or some shit like that. Uh, or but I mean, given that 
<laughs> I always forget that he's like a Protestant Irish guy because Phil Schneider told me that one time on another podcast, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's crazy." Well, that was because he started like that's the match where he wore, wore, he wore that's orange. Like the Sam Callahan match, and he, that's like the first of time course. he wore an orange. Of course, and I remember that now. Sort of, which it. is a political statement ish. It's more of a I mean, it's, it's, blue than it's for one percent of the audience is gonna fucking recognize that, you know? Like, what the fuck? Oh, Finley. All right. Yeah, if you well, were, uh, if you were all for, if you were uh, green, white, and orange, I would give a shit. I, wish, I don't give a shit. That's I, just cool. I wish Dave Finley was a Catholic. That's what I'm gonna just throw out there. Hot take. Um, He's also now a board again guy, so you know, hey, you know, oh, good for him though. God, let's just talk about the next <laughs> match. Fuck. All right. All right, so there's like a Datsun. There's an old Toyota truck. Um, yeah. There's well, there's shitty old trucks. There's a Ford Bronco, a proper Ford Bronco, uh, and you can tell it's a proper Ford Bronco because as soon as soon as it, like somebody like brushes against it, the bumper falls off, oh, yeah. um, and Finley picks it up and slams it into Regal. Um, they uh they crawl around and do some slams on the hoods of cars, which um is crazy. Yeah, I, it's you know we watch wrestling where people do that a lot now. People might be familiar with some of the wrestling where people do a lot of that stuff, and I guess Jerry, that wasn't a thing. Jerry Lawler probably body slammed Eddie Gilbert on the hood of a car. Or, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, or, like, you know, fucking Dundee. Like, but you know what it wasn't? A thing you'd see on primetime uh, national TV wrestling. Yeah, and it, it, there wouldn't be, like, a pinfall on the hood of the car. <laughs> no. It's kind of the funny thing that happens here. Um, we got a... Let's see. We got... we got. It's Is it Mongo and Bischoff and Tanae? And Bobby. And Bobby. And, of course, it's Bobby, of course, because there's Bobby later on. Um and and they're awful. What an awful trio. Mongo's t- Mongo's trying. Mongo's just not very good. Well, he says uh, weird stuff like, uh, I hope none of those cars are manual transmission because that's a long pole. Which is just like, <laughs> what the fuck? What that's Mongo do logic. That makes sense in, to Mongo. Uh, he and then try and have fun. He gives a... There's at least two different jo- references where is that a used car? It's used now, and then I think he like ends up sure. correcting himself almost because he, he realized he did that. But now it's a Schwinn. Uh, yeah, the Schwinn. Yeah, which is such a goofy line. Bischoff on unfathomably terrible. Which you, you'd say, watch well, having seen this match multiple times, I know how bad he is. I also see another thing he's caught. One of the worst. Uh, fucking play-by-play man ever just just dog shit i think Uh, i have asked you on this show is bischoff any good at commentary because i have no memory of it and you've been like oh god no no like oh heavens no yeah lord no yeah he sucks at this he's fucking terrible everything from his fake voice to uh his indignation i mean because he is obviously a real life I don't think a good story needs the blood type of guy. His real voice is also horrific. If you've uh, seen him on the Dark Side of the Ring or anything like that. You've or said this before. Shoot. You've said that his – I don't know. I, it's I don't really know. creepy. Yeah. It's not as – it's not as, like, repulsive. Well, he does a podcast, really right? Skin, a fucking – yeah. I he does his podcast in his real in, – in his, like, shoot – I don't in know his, if he his, does it. In okay. it. I, would, I would think he probably does, does it. Does it as his bish voice? 
No, I think he probably does it in his real voice. I because, wonder. All right. Um, well. I mean, if he would do a shoot interview with like kayfabe commentaries or something in his real voice, then yeah. Or if he'd appear on fucking Dark Side of the Ring. Is he I interesting? Mean, no. Not really, right? He's like he's, he's like less like, interesting than Bruce Pritchard, even. Kinda. Yeah, Br- Br- I mean he. Like I all these guys are fucking boring. The the thing about uh, Bischoff is that he's like one of the most um, American types of guys. He's in. <laughs> he, he's superficially into martial arts. Absolutely. He loves his big gay motorcycle. Big gay motorcycle. He's fucking swinging. He loves he spreading has COVID with his song. boyfriend at fucking. Sturges. Yeah, I mean, he. Those guys are all so gay. You know what they do out there? You know, you know what those guys do in Sturges? They all go up there and they all have sex with each other. You know this? I mean, you know, you would hope. (laughs) I think there's some gay shit going on up there. (laughs) It's like, okay, so um, I don't know if you were for uh, there. We were uh, riffing on uh, Buzz Bissinger. Like, do you know Buzz Bissinger, the sports writer, writer of a? I was going to say uh, me and you. I wasn't riffing on Buzz Bissinger. I would never. No, I don't know him. <laughs> uh, he's a sports writer. He's the guy familiar. who wrote the Friday Night Lights book, a few things. Now, they made this documentary about okay. him and uh, and him uh, as the ghostwriter for a book about Caitlyn Jenner. And they're talking about, like, <laughs> how he's sort of a, okay. like, the way he views himself. Because he spent, like, nearly a million dollars on fucking uh, designer uh-huh. clothing. And mm-hmm. he's like, I have a dark side of my personality. And they just shoot him on a motorcycle just going down the road and you're like that is the most fucking upper like middle class paunchy like <laughs> fucking baby boomer and a midlife crisis white man thing to do fuck off no you're not eric bischoff has been that for 35 years now he was that when he was fucking the one who prompted the wrinkly old balls line about <laughs> Vern Gagne when he was washing Vern's balls. He has been such a mediocre well, whole, bitch forever. The whole Hogwild thing is all him, just a vanity project to go to Sturgis and get paid to do it and write it off, you know? Like, that's the yeah. whole thing. And he had enough, enough, like, other, like, you know... Little biker homos, like, closeted little fags, you know? I'll just say it again. I'll say the word again. Um, That is a weird crew. Those guys who rode their Harleys from fucking Atlanta to Sturgis to do those shows. God, it's a certain type of guy. I mean, he even has B-roll gay. of himself saying, on the motorcycle gay. during Dark Side of the Ring. And it's just, this dude is a clown. It's a, certain, is a just... certain type of guy. It's a gay. Yeah, a guy who likes to suck guy uh, men's gay. dicks. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Uh, that's not the... Oh, the just, his listen, name is Bish. You ever think about that? The man's name is Bish, yeah. <laughs> He's just like the most fucking... Nothing, guy. None of his ideas are really good. The the only thing of it is True. that his one idea is just do it, just do it all. Fuck the cost, pretty much. Like I mean, there's something to, there's some there's something to be said for maximalism, and when it works. No, no his greatest virtue is excess, to be sure. And yeah. I have no issue with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wrestling can use some excess. Oh yeah. Fucking. I mean, when was the last time WWE was really excessive? It's been so long. It's probably when The Rock like had a rock had like a rocket launcher. No, it, was, it wasn't a rocket. 
throwing the rock fired at RPG in the Superdome <laughs> killed 37 people in Roji. Uh, no, it's, yeah, the rock with a flamethrower. I don't know. Like, yeah, we don't. It's gone. It's over. Um, spectacle it's... is like spectacle reduces itself over time, though. You know. Um, yeah, but there's something to be said for the triple cage. Just being for like, monster yeah, we're just trucks. Triple cage. For the fucking monster trucks. Even before that. Yeah. Know. Yeah, Bish had a vision and his vision was Jay Leno. Everything. Jay Leno and Carl Malone. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh his vision was Gay. <laughs> his vision it's was about time we talked to about be things. an ally for Juche, which I support. Really, that was Anoki's vision. He's just a remora sure. fish on it all. He never got a show in Pakistan. Now, technically, Anoki didn't nodder, but yeah. Well, we all know the 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 the, the, the teachings of Eric Bischoff and his uh, his like gay motorcycle philosophy. That and he the teaches. best part, I mean, the funniest thing of the discourse um, of the motorcycle thing is that that's what really spawned Aces and Eights. Is a fucking fucking stupid ass bully racing an episode of Sons of Anarchy of being like, oh, Eric, we should do this. Eric, I've wanted to do this for years. Does Eric have something to do with the Aces and Eights? I mean, yeah, I know Garrett, exactly. Garrett I mean, was there. Garrett's, yeah, that's yeah. like when he and he's running the show for. I Hogue. didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, God, what a fucking what a fucking terrible era. Good time. <laughs> well, hey, well, hey, we'll get to it. We've been playing. I know you've had it in the dock forever. That Aces and Eights episode. And we, I've got Bro- even, uh, Brooke Hogan's going to come on that episode. They're, they're, they don't even <laughs> and I'm going to call her a slut. Lethal lockdown match. What a fucking no shit show. <laughs> oh yeah. You're going to have a match with Wes Briscoe and Garrett Bischoff in a cage. None of these little bitch cocksuckers are going to bleed. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had a vision. Yeah. Um. There's so Finley and Regal. I don't know. They fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they beat each other's ass. There's blood that appears. Great. There's a lot of blood on Regal's shirt that I think is just coming from random spots. Um, uh, you okay? I see. Uh, I've wondered about this really, like most of my life now. I guess no, more like 15 issues. Um, and you do see like it's like a like a spackling across the left side of Finley's body, like it's on his arm and on his thigh, mm-hmm. where you see blood for sure. Because there's nothing else it could be. Regal has a busted lip, I noticed. That's also... On a a shot later, like, much later. Like, at the end, he's got a busted... So, alright, so the funniest... Alright, so there's a part in this match where they... (laughs) This is so stupid. They sort of take turns trying to shunt, like, shoot punch through a window of, like, a Ford Explorer. It's really stupid. It's Like, Finley goes twice, and then Regal goes once... It clearly, like, Finley's like, I I don't know. And Regal's like, all right, I'll, tr- I'll bloody try it. And then he does it, and then he, like, he hits his fist on it, and he makes the most positively Regal face. Yeah. <laughs> Just a pure mm. WWF commissioner 2000, like, I am displeased with the feeling in my hand. Where's Tajiri? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he would have fucking solved it immediately. Um, yeah, I, they probably have both busted noses, too. You know, they're probably bleeding and out of orifices um they're know. bleeding in and places you didn't know you could bleed from bischoff is bleeding out of his ass you know um naturally they climb up to the back of that shitty asian truck uh which is like i think it's a datsun or a nissan it's definitely i think it's a nissan yeah yeah um i remember what those those trucks used to look like i remember being a kid and being like that's a weird looking truck because you know 
when you're and now all, and now every truck on the road is 17 times mm-hmm. the size. Yep, that's great. We love it. Yeah, I, I, I man, I, I, I accidentally cut off a guy in the fucking Target parking lot, and I thought he was gonna kill me. And he wasn't even being threatening. I, he just got kind of close to me, and I was just. Hey, ugh, that happened earlier He's today. Fucking Canyon Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to take my kid to TJ Maxx so she can buy some cheap toys, man. What the fuck? Little dress, hat. My fucking Honda Civic. Fucking gotta get an oil change tomorrow. What are you, why are you kind of trying to kill me with your fucking 40-inch tires, man? <laughs> I hate this country so much. Um, there's, uh, there's some, uh, some business where Finley tries to yank Regal off of the truck and Regal he looks like he thought about it like maybe I'll just like he was like I could bump off of this and then he yeah. just sort of like lands on his feet and rolls he's like fuck this no way I'm not bumping it's 1996 um, Bischoff says that if they get enough complaints from the viewers he'll zoom so far out that the only thing that's visible is the skyline um and we roll along. There's a what feeling gets thrown into an open door of a car. The window shatters. Yeah. Uh, there's punching and headbutts and some eye pokes. When they really like get down into like building up to the finish here, it gets really intense. And then this interesting thing happens where we never get another close up. And it is no, all you from yeah the, the explicit zoom out. Yeah, it is like just like Bischoff said. It is literally, I guess a, a you know quote unquote hard cam. Um, shooting from, you know, perspective speaking, 35 feet away. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's like, does it get across the violence? I don't know. The match is going to end in like 20 seconds. So no, not really. I like (laughs) it though. It's bizarre. It's so, it's just because it's so strange. Like you've never seen anything quite like that, you know? Um, yeah, what they go up, like, Finley goes for a tombstone with concrete, and Regal's like, come on, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> let's go on top of the car. We can play up there. Let's get, it off. Let's get off the fucking concrete. Um, and then they're on another fucking Nissan or Datsun. Uh, Regal gets back body dropped and hits the windshield, and it you can hear it shatter. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of Zona in this match. You know, that's the thing. There is, yeah. It's undeniable that this is a proto-Zona um, sort of thing. They said that. There's uh, what Fli- Finley also like threatens to German suplex him off the car, and it's just like, all right. It, I mean, Finley is going for like a lot of big move babyface stuff in a way, and then Regal's just like, no, I'm just gonna. It's just so funny. What do you do, man? It's so but funny that, that I mean, he it, would it works. And, it works as a story. I can't imagine that Finley was like, no, I'm actually gonna do this. With the exception of this man was almost certainly already concussed, especially given that we had assumed that we have this full version of this match, they probably only cut off like ten seconds. But who oh, I say? think I think this is pretty full. I didn't. See yeah, it. I can't imagine. I was that this watching match it pretty close. Longer, but it's also no. And uh, it flows like a real. I don't know. It flows like you saw it in, in full. I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't really think about it like that, but I think it. I think it did. Um, yeah. There's a. I guess what Regal manages to procure a little pile driver on the roof for the finish, um, which is cool. You know, it's probably the first mat, hmm, first match to ever finish on a car. 
Uh, probably. I can't say for sure or not, though. I wonder. We've talked about... We, what, did we talk about, like, the first time a pinfall ever took place outside of a WWE ring, right? Or WWF ring or whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Bischoff says, you talk about a brawl in the hood in reference to the hood of the car. Um, uh, easy, baby. Yeah. Finley throws a bumper through the last window of that Nissan. Heenan yells, hey, wait a second. That's my rent-a-car. Which is crazy that he yells it at the end. Like, he somehow didn't think of that bit until the very end. And, like, got it in before the break. Because um, <laughs> you'd think he'd be doing that bit through the whole fucking match, right? But he didn't. So, maybe yeah. he was slow in the draw on that one. Um, yeah, what, Flair versus the Giant for the world title is the main event of the show. It's a one-hour, one-hour Nitro. God, what a fucking weird time. And now we have AEW Rampage. It's two hours this week, baby. Oh. It's the super click. (laughs) They demanded two hours. Hmm. It's going to be a good show. I guess. The show earlier tonight was good, too. I bet it was, man. I'm not going to talk anymore about it. I'm not patronizing you on that. Chris Jericho versus Mike Enos. Mike Enos. Rough and ready. I mean, this man out here wearing chaps. It's great. He's, he's so... This is a hell of a look. I, he right, looks so, like something. It's Nitro, September 23rd, 1996. The last of our 96 trio of matches here. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean for it to have free n- matches from 1996. No, it's fine. Uh, you know, and, and, and three from 1999. But it worked out that way. No, there's a there's a distinct, like, 97, 98 have, like, the DDP brawls and the Benoit. You know, well, I guess Benoit and... Kevin's you have in. the Sully uh, Benoit feud from like, 96, May 97, 96, yeah. and then you have the 97, 98 has uh, the majority and... of the Ravens rules era, which I feel like probably deserves its own thing. Yeah, I also, you know, Savage and DDP. Um, Arguably I, also deserves its own thing. I, I, I mean, I just think maybe Savage. I just want to talk about Savage in WCW because it's such a disaster. It, I um, mean, '97 is one of his best years, and uh, but man, the famous like he di- he gets his ass beat. He does the uh, fucking uh, he does like the fucking uh, uh, like body slam and elbow drop, and then uh, yeah, like it's fucking ridiculous. You want to talk about your mom? Yeah, you you want to talk about your mom? He's got some. Um... He he he, he yeah, kind of falls you, you, off. You want to talk about your mom? <laughs> oh God! Uh, my roommate. The uh, the thing about Mach is that when he does inflate in like '99, I don't know if does he go away oh, for a while. Oh my Jesus Christ! With the the team, ma- dude, he is fucking horrific. That's like a whole it, yeah. We can't really. That's not he, that in '97. Macho were two different guys. Yeah, he I guess it's looks different. like. You talk like Mike Knox in like a fucking vacuum sealed him <laughs> until he died, and he like all a... of his body just like swelled up, but still shrunk. Like I don't know, it's fucking, it's weird. He's that's the like most a, that's sausage man dying. It's incredible that he's. Oh yeah, he's Kurt Angle. He is he is dog dick colored. He is sausage. He has a, he has sausage like features uh, in '99. I remember when he came back, and I was like. That's what? That's not macho. What? It's, uh, what do you mean? 
<laughs> what are you it's, talking about, it's Mike on, Tanay? It's unacceptable yeah. that he was on that. He also wins the world title in that period. He does. Time. He does. I mean, he's also pretty old. I mean, I remember, obviously, I think we've discussed Team Madness being, like, They're sick, great. They're great. But, Problematic, but that, maybe. Definitely. But, but Absolutely. I think that's less him and more just... <laughs> He's the time. Like doing his thing. Yeah. That's just what the culture was. He just seems um, like he's got like style for the first time in a while. God, I don't know when we I don't know. That fucking Rodman match comes up all the time. It's one of my favorite uh, matches. <laughs> Dennis Rodman versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. One of my favorite matches. The celebrity WCW matches all has to be one episode. And we yeah. get Paul back and we're fucking blitzed. That's I will a good actually idea. be blitzed if we do that episode. That's a good idea. All right, we'll do that. That's next year. Um, Mike Enos, who what's, – what's the deal? Why do you like Mike Enos? So, I mean, I know I he's, he's a badass kicks, dude. I just think he fucking kicks ass. I just think all of his – he's got a ton of offense. It looks – bonkers the way he runs is hilarious uh, i thought he was great <laughs> yeah. as uh, in the minnesota wrecking crew and as one and and, and, the, and the beverly brothers uh I does he have a he... son mike enos does he have a son because the other because no. wayne I bloom's son is now what miles von teller wagner. von wagner not miles teller von wagner same name yeah which one's brooke tanner that's bull buchanan's son Oh, that's right. Yeah, but I like Ben Buchanan, but that's Ben Buchanan. That's fucking. It's not his I'd name rather... anymore. <laughs> I, I like. Uh, yeah, I'd rather use just Ben Buchanan, man. Fuck it. Uh, hello, he, he hello, Braun Breaker. What you say? What I said? Hello, Braun Breaker. You know why I'm having a time with Braun Breaker, and here's the thing: you're right. Well, it's, it's very. The, the problem is, is, is every time somebody comes up to him and and sees him backstage, they say, "Oh, hello, Braun Breaker!" Like they're John Francis Daly seeing his crush and freaks and geeks. Like it's like insane. It's ridiculous. No, it's it's a fundamentally insane thing. Um, the thing about NXT 2.0 is that uh, I want this to succeed. I just also think it'd be good, funny and good if everyone uh, in charge of it was dead. Yeah, I think and I was in charge of it. And... I keep I keep saying that I I know ill will towards Vince directly. I mean, you know, whatever. He's a bad guy. Clearly, we got to get that fucking podcast episode. Uh, I would love it if he died tomorrow. Started, man. I would love it if he died tomorrow. It would be it's so. Got, it would also be so. Here is still alive for like another ten years. Then I mean, I hope we're still doing this podcast. But if we're not. Then we're shit the fuck out of luck. I can't deal with we that. We have to. Well, we'll have to put out a hit on Vince McMahon. We will. Yeah, I mean. Parody. You, you, Triple H better be considering it at least. That man, yeah, man got f- that man got more owned than Jim Ross did I, in like I cannot believe years of him, that dude. Triple H had a heart attack in response got- to CM Punk coming back and completely owning WWE and ruining the entire business for all of them and completely setting all of these crazy people online on a path of. <laughs> So, we got It's so thing, funny. I just want to say, and I hate saying this because I love him. Deuce is not twenty twenty one post through the year. I don't know who it is, but it's not Deuce. Yeah, he's gone too far off the goop. Yeah, he's he's gotta he's gotta just accept it, you know. Um, Triple H having a heart attack is one of the funniest things that could it's ever really happen. Funny. It's really it, it you know, and I hope Reddit sent him a fucking fucking flower basket or whatever, you know. I it's hope so- you. Uh, I hope uh, he uh, had a vision where he went up to heaven and then he got a big boot from fucking test and he went all the way to hell. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck this cocksucker. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. 
<laughs> That's really great. Um, all right, Mike Enos. Uh, all right, Jericho. Yeah, Mike Enos, motherfucker. Jericho's also sick in this match. This Jericho's is one of my fa- full blowjob mode. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, this is like the – he's almost like – this is like the babyface version of Dolph Ziggler, but the best version of that. Yeah. Not even just because he has to do the – Um. all right, I'm having a technical match. Dolph Ziggler, boo-ba-doo-ba-doo. I got to do the deep arm drag well, and pull in the arm bar, listen. which I love every single time. Don't get me wrong, but that's like – Yeah. This felt the disappointment man of a man, Nick Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. Well, yeah, and all that's just out of like the Bret Hart playbook, obviously. But like, you know, yeah. there's there there's something. All right, well, I don't want to talk about fucking Nick Nemeth, but listen, we're not talking about that. Listen, I just wanted to do no, some more I'm dust. just going to say it real fast. There's a month where Dolph Ziggler, Big E, and AJ Lee, as a trio, were better than anything that Chris Jericho's ever done. It just lasted like three weeks, <laughs> <laughs> then it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about, uh, I mean, Jericho, Jericho's so fun in this match. He's great uh, in this. He's, he gets his, he, so he gets, Enos just slaps him. He slaps like, the fucking shit out yeah. of him. It's great. Jericho hits an overhand chop or two, and then Enos starts, like, turning his chest, refusing to take Jericho's chops. He's, yeah, he gets in a bitch slap of his own, but it doesn't matter. I mean, Enos is out here hitting these ju- junkyard dog head butts. Yeah, he's he hits like a, a fucking fly. Taz belly to belly. He's hitting a Taz, like a fucking tope into the ring. That's fucking cool. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, Enos does this. Uh, it's a slingshot shoulder block from outside in, and he hits Jericho really hard with it. It's great, right? But then Enos also has no control of his body afterwards. Just fucking lands on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sucks it's it, like, general. He's like the... He is... The thing about Mike Enos is, and I'm not sure I ever considered this until now, having watched the match. He is like, if he's like the AWA version of Sandman. Not just because I mean they both look <laughs> sure. alike. They do look alike. They're both okay. these tall, awkward weirdos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, except I, Sandman I, did enough like I know drinking of booze and did enough like intoxicants Enos did other cans. Enos did steroids and, and just Sam kind of bloated. Yeah. 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 But this is kind of like a John Cena Dolph Ziggler match. Yeah. This but, is kind of like a John Cena Dolph Ziggler match. Except better. Because, sure. because like, so many things happen in this match, dude. So yeah, many things. There's a lot of spots. Here's the thing about this match is that there's a lot that happens in it. Um, the Zabisco is on commentary here. Um, yeah. With it's Larry and Tony. Larry and Tony, which is a great duo because Zabisco's like. Uh, Oh, Jericho came in looking good, but now he looks like a fucking bitch. Tony <laughs> looks like he's fucking dying out there. He's going to pull his fucking ass out and start taking his shit on the fucking... <laughs> like, he just, like, you know, it just ruthlessly shitting on Jericho. He's such You know, a, I remember back in 1979 dick. when I pulled my dick out in the ring and, you know, like... It's just... so good that he's just, like, that, like, during the match, he's just interrogating the Macho Man promo before, and he's, like, confused. What does he mean? He's our last hope. I don't think. I don't yeah, like. Uh, there's a lot of NWO a, talk. He's such a red ass bitch. He's great. Larry's the best. He's a good commentator and a good wrestler. I'm a big fan. And one day we'll do the Enforcers tag where he's like, yeah. "Not Ricky Steve. Oh, it's, it's Aaron. It's it's a- not Aaron. It's Aaron. Aaron Anderson. I believe his name is one half of the the Barn Busters. Um, <laughs> he says not not Rocky Steamboat. Um, there the JYD headbutts. Uh, are sick. Enos is cool. Um, he is he is a 
a bruiser in a real way and feels like he really has a great deal of disrespect for Jericho. Um, yeah. It beats him down for quite a while. Um, the huge running dive clothesline off the apron, which is just pointless. Like <laughs> Just the way he, he is so, I mean, he starts choking him with a camera wire. Uh, the suplex onto the, onto a, well, the oh, stairs. So he sets Turn? the stairs up on their yeah. side, which nobody had ever done in 1996. And nobody does it now. Like they don't. Nobody fucks around with the stairs like that. Really, not yeah, really. No. You know, unless it's the stairs match. See, of course, the infamous stairs yeah. match where the the creativity reached a peak on that evening. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, the stairs on the side, and he hits him with this like. Sloppy suplex, and it's like a necro butcher spot. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's like nothing. It's just like why? Why are you having this match? This is like yeah. Also, this is just a random nitro, and it like this is meaningless. It's so good. This is the most. That's the other thing about this is it's completely meaningless. Um, he he does a bear hug for like a full minute in the middle of it. It's fucking sick. Like, what the fuck? Uh, there's a great. So Enos has yeah. He's got this great. He's got. It, Great power slam that goes into this beautiful cradle pin with the head and neck clinched. Um, he puts a Boston Crab on, which I assume... Larry hates this Boston Crab, but here's the thing. There's two things I, I like about it. I don't think it's that bad of a Boston Crab. But it is well, Jericho's finish, isn't it? I was going to say, this is the Walls of Jericho. This That's is like a rib. Like, Enos is fucking with him. But, but I mean, he is, but this is literally the Walls of Jericho version. That's the crazy thing, because, like, the Lion Where Tamer was the... a lot tighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I'm not, I don't like... really know the, the mechanics too well between the, the two. I know it's... people have talked about that before. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's definitely like a, like, you can see Vince being like, I like getting your face in the shot, Chris. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, right, man, I can Yeah, he definitely that, changed it. <laughs> he definitely changes it in, like, by, by like, 99, 2000. Um, when he's in, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, you got to break down the walls, son. Um, he um, he gets him in a Canadian backbreaker, which is just one of the ultimate like I'm jacking off now moves. Yeah, you know, like, it's it's like a, you're nothing, the, you're a little the, bitch. The gory off. special is the same thing in in Mexico. It's just a complete incapacitation, showing your strength and stronger technique. Uh, and the guy is just like forced to look in the lights while you just like walk around with them, you know, it's an yeah. ultimate fucking fuck you of a move. Um, and, but I mean, Jericho to his credit, hits really beautiful sunset flip roll up out of it. Um, and then Jericho hits a lariat <laughs> that knocks the piss out of Enos. That is like, I have never seen a strike any strike from Jericho look like this before no, in my God, life. <laughs> it is like, and it's not like a, it's not like a Hanson thrown wild lariat, you know, this is yeah. a calculated, like it's not Bradshaw. I don't know what it is. It's just a beautifully, it's, fuck- like, a, it, it, it's like, I it's don't like a know. Homicide lariat almost. Okay. Sure. Where he just like comes at where he's, he's not tall enough. So he just comes right at you. Yeah. It's kind of like a, like, take, take your head off the way like a, a Kawada or Kobashi would do like a, a, a hard lariat where they land with the guy and go for a pin right afterwards. And like a, you know, yeah. it's good. It's fucking sick. It's fucking sick. He looked like, yeah, he looked like Kobashi or somebody doing that shit. Um, and then he hits a butterfly suplex. It looks great. Yeah. Um, and then he does this, top rope flying thrust kick 
He looks like fucking, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's crazy in there. Jericho's he crazy. He does two in this different, match. like weirdly variant super kicks in a row, which somehow should look w- w- looks which somehow looks great. Yeah, he's just going. Even for shit. now, looks great. Literally twenty five years later, you know, you know how many super kicks I've seen in the last twenty five years? Too many. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still okay with the super kick in theory. No, but I, I, mean, I, I know can, that it's ruined now. But so. It's not even that. It's you ruined. can do two, it's just though. Like, you there's do. two in a row, and they look they both look sick and different. It's totally weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. He um, he goes for a top rope piranha, uh, gets avalanche powerbombed off the second rope for two. Like, who let them do this? <laughs> I know. It's like this How long is this one? How long is this? Oh, this is like a seven-minute match. Is it really just seven? It's very short. It's see, that's I'm the in... thing. I guess if they said if they gave him seven, and they were like, "Well, let's see what we can do in seven, which is, I guess, what Kaz and Raven do with three and a half, right? Uh, it's if insane. If watching them, then you know what? Are, you know, well, like, what are they going to do about it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you know who's who is paying attention to this. If Enos and Jericho are like, let's go out there and fit a fucking you know this is seven minutes and 42 seconds yeah yeah i mean they fit 15 minutes worth of shit in it easily um but then at the same time i feel like enos is just like shitting on jericho for half the match which is part of the fun of it um which makes the ending so cool which is which starts out very stupid uh enos does like a rope running thing jericho's on the ground and he like leaps over him he does like a twice he does a two-turn uh, you know, bounce back and bounce back again. Rope run sequence for no reason. Jericho... Especially given how awkward and weird his running is. Like, he's pumping his arms. He's, like he he's looks like a, a WWE Cruise. diva from 2006. Yeah. It's very strange. He looks like Lisa Simpson. He does. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, Jericho goes for a leapfrog, uh, gets caught in the power slam. That same power slam that looks so good before. Jericho rolls through and grabs... Uh, I guess you could call it a cradle. It's like the laziest cradle ever for the win. Um, so the cradle looks whack, but you got to imagine Enos, like, you know, grabs his power slam and gets rolled through this over rotation. Yeah. And he's just on the ground looking up the lights. Like what the, wait, where, where the, what the fuck just happened? I mean, Enos is not a, sh- is not portraying himself as a sharp guy, given that he just did that. That rope double rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So Jericho looks tough and smart, and Enos looks like a fucking like like a real psychopathic motherfucker. And you know, this is just like well, Enos isn't going anywhere, this? anyways. There's no oh, plan God, no. for him, right? No, so, he's not. What does he I, do after this? Anything ever? Uh, he ha- he ends up getting a weird push at the beginning of like '99, where he's like a shooter. What? Like he has, like, I know he has like the <laughs> MMA gloves and the short. Are there any like, good squashes? Uh, there's some. He has a cool match with Ben Watts, sold out. Uh, he's in the oh, fucking double elimination Oh, I've seen that, bag. of course. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, attorney. He, and he's really kicking ass who, who's, he team within the, who's he team within the, the tag tournament? Ah, I think it's Bobby Duncan Jr., pre-West Texas Rednecks. Awesome. He's a cool team. Perfect. A very cool team. Just transcendent fairing. <laughs> Just two perfect. real stupid-looking dudes. Absolutely perfect. Um, all right, well, let's take a little break, and uh, second half is probably going to be a little shorter, but, um, God. Yeah. It's so much we fun. Have... I love 96, though. 96 WCW, when you separate the, you know, it's just such a mess. It's such a, like, nasty, like, shitty little 
Like there, there's nothing good really happening, except for like around the edges. You know, like the big yeah. angles are the big angles are so exciting, but the actual work in the ring is all, you know, what Hogan Hogan versus flawed. the Giant is not a match that. I mean, there's they have it. The, hey, Super Brawl had two cage matches and both, and there was blood in both. And that fucking WCW never had blood, so at this point, so you know what, you're gonna take your fucking, you're gonna take your uh, steak that, and by steak I mean this hot dog we found on the floor, <laughs> and you're gonna fucking love it. Yeah, yeah, shit. Uh, Blair's gonna be looking crazy. Yeah, yeah, he um. He yeah, is he is be- is he the world champion? No, he's he's the world champion in the last match, right? It's crazy to think that like we enter a like we're go- going into May, Flair was just the champion in 96. Yeah. And then they do it over and over and god. He's uh I'm looking at a picture of Flair right now actually. He looks great. He looks he, he looks like a show dog. It sucks that they 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 try to cancel Flair again. The thing about Flair is that, he's, oh. is that he's such a repeat offender. Except yeah. that's a thing. We know we we know that he's we has all really know, bad alcoholism, and we all Come know on. that he's got like a a a big dick, and he swings it in a helicopter. We've heard this story for 20 years and finally fucking Viceland puts it on and all of a sudden we've removed the woo from the fucking intro of the <sighs> it's really funny actually. I know he's a bad guy I know they're all bad people they're all bad people and they all deserve to be ridiculed um, but look he's an old man <laughs> he's dying he's he dying die is Tony going to be able to bring him in for for Andrade after this, I know, and the, the thing of it is, is that I didn't because that was want clearly that anyway. the plan. Yeah, and that that isn't even the best manager option. It would have just been Zelina well, Vega again. Yeah, except but... she signed and had her match on the nine eleven show in New York canceled, so they could talk about uh, Stephanie McMahon being very powerful. Well, she did uh, that for the FDNY and the NYPD. That's why she did that. She was she, know, was... she she said it was okay that they cancel her match. Yeah, her her dead father who died in nine eleven yeah. would say, yeah, "That's Zelina fine." Davidson, of course. We love Stephanie. Yeah. We love Triple H, and we love America. Yeah. All right. Well, um, who is Wendy Barlow? His last. He's been married so many times. Ric Flair. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna look up Ric Flair's current wife. I mean, the thing about Flair being canceled is that. It's oh, just she's like... she's only, okay. She's sixty. She's sixty one years old. Good Flair on you, Flair. a milf guy. That's the thing. But I don't, I don't know how much I buy this. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know that he, it was no hair, no flair. That's yeah. Is that right? It, no it, hair, no flair. If if it was a if the if a woman was shaved, he didn't want he didn't want to have anything to do with her. I that think was, I've heard this. Yeah. Also, yeah. It, I think I'm it googling be, no hair, no flair. <laughs> so you've ever heard about how Walt Disney was constantly searching uh, for his mother, but was also constantly afraid that he was going to find his mother and have had sex with her. That's Flair, because of course he's adopted. I Flair's very psychological. I, al- we know. Oh, I almost want to ask you to repeat that because I don't think I caught all of it, but I feel like we should just go and take a break. You know, yeah, no it's hair. It's a small no, world after all. No hair, no flair. He doesn't fucking he shaved. He doesn't want any part of it. 
It's really funny that they replaced it for Warrior. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the fucking great part, man. Oh, yeah, that guy didn't ever do anything wrong. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Remember when he beat the Honky Tonk Man? It took him, like, 25 seconds. That was cool as hell, man. I was there that uh-huh. night, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be Oh, right. that's another man who won Triple H, though, so he's okay, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no hair, oh. no flair. I'm on a, I'm now I'm on a, a, a page that's just... Uh, it's an article called 15 times Ric Flair went too far. What, what? By showing his dick? I just started scrolling and my eyes rolled back into my head, so. I mean, he showed his dick for the last 10 years. He is, he can't stop himself, which is why he should be in, he should be, have like 24-7 monitoring. I don't mean in a prison, I just mean like. He should always have a bodyguard who doesn't drink and also doesn't think that, like, his stories are impressive. Hey, Tony! Well, he needs a, ha- he needs a handler. Guy? That's the problem with handlers, with the stars who have handlers. Oftentimes, the handler is the worst enabler of all, you know? The, the handler becomes a mark. This is how Elvis died, you know? Was that guy's yeah. name Captain... Uh, Captain, Captain Parker. F- Captain Phillips, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm now. Yeah, I'm the guy. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, if, uh, the best part is I don't think Charlotte could come in if they fucking fire Rick. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna. <laughs> this, this is a hit. Put yeah. out. Like, Vince is willing to take the hit. Yeah, I let sexual assault take place on my plane. <laughs> you know, I think that's the. You think that's the end of it? <laughs> I'll let me tell you, buddy. <laughs> I, he's fucked now. <laughs> I would I love to hear that conversation Charlotte. where they're like, "Well, Vince, you know, there's a show, and and they, you know, we got we got to get Flair out of that." It's like trying to explain Viceland to Vince. Have you seen Jesus and Miro? It's very funny. Does he know? Okay, we really got to go to break. Does Vince know? Is Vince hot over the fucking Dark Side of the Ring? Has he like watched? the owen episode is that possible that's not possible Man, there's I, no way i don't know how hot he'd be because at the same time he kind of needs to maintain the relationship with disney sure okay that's but a, I bet okay of course that's but a i also thing. would you well show that's so complicated vince, okay you fucking well. show vince that he probably think you did it well Richard, it... were you bought us no <laughs> yeah. of course i wasn't vince. it looks like a segment that I'll we did 15 that. years ago um is has Vince seen AEW? Do you think he's uh, actually laid eyes on a second of the product? I think... Uh, no. It's hard to think, think so. about, right? I I think he has people who tell him. Obviously. Right. You have to imagine that Vince... God, we gotta take a break. Um, li- you know, is absolutely in the... You know, sort of like when you'd hear the, the thing about Trump has like a very specific, you know... Uh, uh, set of media that's laid in front of him every day and it's properly curated so that he can read it and laugh and have a nice time. And you have to imagine that Vince is the same way and that almost every one of these like rich old fucking 80-year-old billionaires is the same way, right? Yeah. So I just, I wonder what... They've gotten to this point in their life by not having people tell them things they don't like to hear. Yeah. Does Vince even know about... Does he know about AEW? I think he knows, but I don't think he could tell you... Who's there besides yeah. maybe Cody? Fascinating. Yeah, that's the one who's... Yeah, man. 
I love that. I always and, say it as And well. that is the thing. That is the thing, is that as shitty as Cody is and as bad as that match was tonight, um, <laughs> every fucking bit of fucking – every strike landed about four inches away from the head. Um, the the thought of Dusty's fucking ghost still haunting Vince is always going to be the sweetest <laughs> thing. It's going to be Diddy the sweetest Mac thing. You a big, biggity bitch, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> name that lives on is that one. Great. Um, hopefully – We'll take a let's take a fucking break and we'll get some hydration going. I I do have cotton mouth. Um, and we're gonna return with some more sweet chastity. We're gonna we're gonna return with our second Kazayashi match, right? I believe it is. Yeah, nice. Uh, you know, I got um, I got the document here. I got the yeah. You, <laughs> you know, got the spreadsheet you, here. You know, I'm prepared to update yeah, this document yeah. as soon as we get this fucker in the can. The cumulative. Wouldn't that be weird if we did have that? If we had like an actual. You don't have that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right You know, I was thinking about that Will Ospreay Matt Riddle match (laughs) (laughs) while I was out in the garage smoking weed. And I was thinking, was that a WWN Super Show? I think it was, right? (sighs) That might have been. Let's, for the sake of it, let's pretend it was. Yeah. And let's say, you remember how exciting it was, the WWN Super Show? When all the great, <laughs> all the great Flow Slam brands came together for one big super show, you had Evolve, of course, as well as all of the others. Um, Full Impact Pro, of course, yeah, and then the uh, then all of the others too. <laughs> the WWN, what was that? Was Shine? Shine. Shine. How insane is it that there was just like, well, it's like Shiver, but we're calling it Shine. Uh, I mean, I think uh, Prezak was involved. Okay, well, that's fine, but it's really stupid. It is really silly. The WWN Super Show and Style Battle. I was just thinking about those those times back then. And Style Battle became a thing where it was like, Style Battle, sometimes it'll be Evolve, and sometimes we'll do Style Battle in Florida, and it'll be FIP, right? Yeah, and Volter like will fight Nick Gage. The first few are are so funny, and there there's just ones where it's just like they get really weird and bad. Where there's like there's like one guy you've ever heard of them in it. Isn't doesn't it get like really insanely Florida? Welcome back to wrestling is gross. We're talking about the style battle. Okay, so I'm gonna give you the <laughs> list of uh, for uh, style battle four. 
I was just getting uh, high in my garage thinking about the WWN Super Show, and now it's led us here. Give me the list of the fucking, was it Style Battle 4, you said? Yeah, this is the turn. These are the guys in the tournament. Where does this take place, first of all? Port uh, Richie? Tampa. This is in Tampa. This is at the Ivy Astoria Event Center, which I believe is the outdoor place. With the graffiti, kind of, the murals on the wall? Yeah. That's a good venue. The, the one they famously ran in January. It was yeah, it was super cold. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, so you have Jason We all Cage. remember this. You have Jason Cage. <laughs> I say, of course, about some shit like that that me and you talked about, you know, when it happened, when we were, like, early friends or whatever. Um, and it's just like, nobody else remembers that. Dude, Who the fuck? Co- nobody but, cares about the WWN Super Show like me you and you did. Forget <laughs> that this is a podcast for the people who care about that. Sh- sh- yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I hope not. Yeah, I hope nobody cares about this shit. <laughs> you and I care. So that, that's bad enough. You have all uh, right. Tell me about this card. Style Battle Four. Jason Cade versus oh. Socorro. Jason Cade, not Jason Kincaid. Yeah, he's gonna, right. he's also here though. <laughs> this is Sergeant Carlos Sicor. I, I know, I, I know this is an FIP ACW, maybe even more ACW, than ACW. Yeah. Guy. That was the other. That was the other big branch of the WWN. Was that was the that was the Newport Richie, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like the that Amer- was like is the it FIP. American Combat Wrestling. Or yeah, that was like the FIP feeder territory, which is wow. You have uh, okay, <laughs> so there's the guy. There's a guy, kind of. Okay. Gehi is a man. Olsen would be in Japan. That's good for him. You have the gift, Jason Kincaid versus Sean Maluda. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, future superstar. And you have Jamie. Is he still under contract, Maluda? Definitely not, right? No, he's been working some AEW and shit. I mean, I I think that they should just sign him and Jaka. You know, because Uh someone should sign Jaka. Dude, have a couple fucking Samoans on the roster at all times. Absolutely. You got the money and, for it. Pay some Samoans. Find a couple. And, and then you have uh, James Prejd, James Drake versus Ethan Case. Ethan Case was <laughs> nice. a guy nice. who people uh, he just never stuck. People, He's around he was, now though, right? Yeah, I think he wasn't bad. I feel like I've seen but Ethan he, Case recently. But he's there. also been wrestling for like twenty five years. It feels like. Yeah, well, a lot of these guys have been I around for a long time one, now. <laughs> I know he won us. I think he won the style battle after this and did not make the style battle tournament. There's some fun. You tell me, and, Ethan and, Case I, is a is a style battle winner? I think he is. Yeah. Sorry, we, if you heard my stomach. Oh grumbling. god, I, got, okay. I forgot that MJF was in a style battle in 2017. That's almost a good pull. That actually is an unironically a good pull by Gabe. Yeah, you would do that from time to time, and then he wouldn't follow up. Oh. Well, no, the style battle also, I don't know, style battle was so fascinating because it did, they they would bring in these random guys and then, you know, they'd be like, it'd be like two guys that are interesting surrounded by six guys that you have kind of heard of but couldn't possibly, like Jason, who the fuck cares about Jason Cade ever? Yeah. No offense if you're a friend of the show, Jason Cade. Um, he's, it wasn't... He did not, he made the, he made the final, but Ethan Case, so that is... Okay. I guess to not uh, a winner. Spoil, spoil style out of four for us, right quick. Who wins? Say yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Oh, style battle four. No, he, he doesn't win style battle. No, he does win style battle four. Yeah, I think. Jesus uh, Christ. No, no, it was it was, <laughs> it was Kincaid because that was the weird format that style battle had, where if you won, you either if you if you won, you would make the final oh, tournament. Oh my god! But if you made 
the final or won mm-hmm. the fray match. Oh, the fray. Shouts you out. You would uh, make it to the... Uh, Shouts out to the fray, by the way. Yeah. You would make it to the next tournament. So in the fray match for Style Battle 4, you have uh-huh. Anthony Henry, who won, obviously. Austin Former WWE Theory, superstar. Jay Spade. Sure. Shaft. AR Fox, Buku Dao, Danny Flamingo, and Matt Lance. Fucking just kill me. Style battle. The style battle. This is such a fucking good era. This is so much fun. Slam, man. So fucking fucking ruled. Gabe. Is Gabe okay? I think he's still employed, so yeah, he's doing fine. Good for him. Do you see Lenny? When he's got his feet up at, JC, at GCW. Yeah, he said, oh, I might be retiring, but here's the thing. <laughs> can't keep these toes under for, <laughs> under wraps for long. Like, he was like sort of like working himself into, maybe I might get signed to do commentary for a third company. Because Tony Khan, like, he posted about this, yeah. and I'm like, I hope so. Yeah, no, Lenny should have a job with, with AEW for sure. There's no reason he shouldn't. Lenny's the best. I want to ask you, I don't know, I think maybe 20 people ever listened to those podcasts. How many people actually know about me making songs about Lenny Leonard's feet? I mean, probably four. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. More, it's fine. Lenny knows. I've, That's I've, for I've us. Linked, I linked the songs I wrote for Lenny. Um, Lenny Leonard and his feet. Uh, for people who don't know, one time I did a podcast with a guy and we talked about Evolve and uh, I went to Lenny Leonard's uh, Twitter page for some reason and the first thing that popped up was a picture of his feet and after that I started writing songs about Lenny Leonard's feet and ever since then I've... Uh, he's never blocked me. He has responded a couple times but it's usually like, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> 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 or like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Lenny Leonard. You know when he says main event time? Yeah. You've heard him say that before, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, he's That's what he takes his shoes off. Um, all right. You want to get to it? Let's talk about from WCW Saturday Night from probably March 2nd, 1999. It's Kazayashi versus Raven. That's what it said in the file. And the file was yeah. uploaded by Phil Rippa, so... I trust Phil Rippa. <laughs> it's so funny to click on the YouTube link and it says uh, uploaded uh, 32 years ago by Phil Rippa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ripped from a fucking Betamax tape. <laughs> uh, by a guy who uh, is literally a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> was Phil, Phil? It was Dean that was just on... Uh, Phil's podcast, right? On Way yeah. of the Blade. Phil Rippa is not going to be on a podcast ever again, right? Uh, I mean, maybe. Probably not, though. He's still alive. He is still alive, yeah. I, uh, mean, we, I mean, if we can't get Tom K on, on our podcast, yeah. I don't think anybody's getting... Well, I mean, we haven't tried that hard, but, like, I don't know, something like these old guys. Thinking about Phil Rippa uploading something to YouTube is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. People don't know Phil Rippa is one of the originators, one of the, uh, the deviants at the helm of Death Valley Driver video review. Okay, um, you know what's 25 fucking... 25 years ago. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's 25 the thing. years ago, I guess? Yeah. Here's the thing, my friend Bucky. Mm. Mm-hmm. This shit is relevant now. DVD VR is a relevant thing, and that's fucking pissing me off in a weird way. Because of Tony Khan. Yeah. Tony. Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony. I watched uh, Jackass the movie. 
and Bam's yeah. accent is is it like he was like putting it on extra. Oh, yeah, I, just, I watched that yesterday. Still hits five stars. Uh, this is my uh, Wendell from uh, a fucking Frisidinga voice. <laughs> yeah, okay, Tony Khan. <laughs> Wendell's a great character. Give him a fresh one. I love Wendell. Wendell's a great, yeah, oh, yeah. great character. Um, Kaz Hayashi. Um, yeah, his second appearance on the show, of course. <laughs> Maybe. Um, he... Uh, as far as I know. It might be his third, but I don't oh, think it is. I really hope not. I really hope not. He uh, hasn't seen him bleed yet, so he, yeah. He's got Glacier's gear and music. Um, and no, he doesn't have the music. He he's got Glacier's music. gear, but not the music or the smoke machines. Yeah. Which is the what snow. the... snow. Yeah, is that what they said? The snow? <laughs> yeah, apparently... Uh... The cat got that in the divorce. What happened here? Uh, apparently, Sonny Ono brokered for Glacier to uh, sell the, the the effects and the music to uh, the cat, and the and Kazuyashi, his other client, got the gear. He was like part of the deal. He cut in on a little bit. Okay, that's insane. <laughs> it's such a weird riff. <laughs> I just uh, want to say that is ridiculous. It's some real. I, I mean, if it's, tr- I mean, I don't even know if it's true because it feels exactly like some Scott Hudson thing to say. Because Scott Hudson was, always, and Mike Tanay just going with it. Yeah, I don't remember well, this Tanae happening. So, so if anybody listening like remembers a, an angle where the cat and Kaz Hayashi somehow got the rights to Glacier's gear and music and smoke machines, <laughs> some sorry seen, snow have machines. Have you seen uh, the Glacier uh, like two show uh, appearance gimmick where he was the coach Buzz? No, I'm not. Familiar uh, with that. it's kind of funny. He's is what what are, you, what are you talking about? What is this? He's just like a football coach or something, basically. He's In like WCW. Southern... Yeah, and it's, like, late. It's, like, late. Okay. And the 99. And is it on, like, Saturday night, or is it on, like, Nitro? Uh, He might have made a Nitro. He might have made a Well, you know, I I like these guys, like, the, you know, the Darso, the legendary Darso (laughs) golfing gimmick, and, like, just the (laughs) bullshit, you know? (laughs) I love this shit that only exists on Saturday night. And this is a match, Kaz Hayashi versus Raven. Um... A match that could only really exist on Saturday night. Like, where's Mike Enos versus Chris Jericho? Is a match that kind of makes sense on a Nitro. Like, it doesn't really, but, like, you could, like, move a couple of pieces around in your mind and it kind of works. This match doesn't make sense anywhere else. Ever. Like, uh, maybe Heat. If this had been a Sunday night Heat, right? Like, you compare this this to the fucking Acolytes and, and... you know, public enemy, you know, this is the kind of shit that's like a, this is three and a half minutes of just insanity. Um, Kaz is what, why did he get signed? What's Kaz do? Why, why is Kaz Hayashi? I mean, I guess there's some Michinoku pro guys, right? Like there's some guys that come in from not the- really. He was the only one who he, expo- he, I think he was explicitly scouted, uh, and signed with WCW, like that he just got a different. He just got like a slightly better deal, maybe. Okay, and Ka- he was got, Ka- like, the the idea that he might get a singles push, and when the others were not. Uh huh. Right. Well, is Kaz Kaz Hayashi isn't in the barely legal six man, is he? 
Mm. Oh, why, that's a, no, why, is is. That, why is that such a hard no, question not, to answer? No, why is that such a hard question to answer? He's not, uh, is uh, it? He's not. No, yeah, Yakushiji's in it, but yeah, but Shiryu's not. Well, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. It's uh, Funaki and Shiryu are the uh, two missing from okay. uh, KDX. And and I, I, has, I actually, does he ever work ECW? I don't. I don't think he does. Maybe he might work that weird a, like. He works a random match with Justin Credible or some he shit. Works, <laughs> like, he works Shane like Douglas or some bullshit. I, yeah. I think. Yeah, Maybe. that makes sense. I might need to check on that. That makes ex- a, a lot of sense, but, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't have to do that. Just close your browser. Don't even worry about it. Um, Raven cuts an extremely autopilot promo, even by, like, 99 Raven <laughs> yeah. standards. He sounded like shit. Um, he, like, flubbed a line. Um, but then Kaz does a cool thing that almost nobody ever did, which is he attacks him in the corner before he even gets up and finishes his promo. Which... For as iconic as the Raven sitting in the corner and, like, doing a promo bit, you know, before a match, um, you very rarely saw somebody actually, like, go after his ass while he's still sitting there in his shitty jacket, you know? <laughs> yeah. I thought, I don't know. You know, Kaz, I, I don't know what my perception of Kaz was is. Kaz, Kaz, what, what am I saying? I don't know what my, my perception was of Kaz in 99 because I was still watching WCW, but, like, at this point, you know, they're bringing in fucking Mikey Whipwreck and shit. Like, the the people, the the caliber of people they're bringing in, without any explanation also, is, like, it's a very strange mix, especially in the Cruiserweight division, of guys. So yeah. for there to be just, like, oh, here's a Japanese guy. His name is Kaz. And I was like, okay, cool. He does a spin kick. Hell yeah. Like, that was all, like, you know, that was all I needed to fucking know. Um, did you have, I mean, what, I guess you, when you, when you were a kid, your big, your big Japanese wrestler who was on the, on the, on the TV was Tajiri, right? Um, mostly, There was a lot of diversity there. Yeah, mostly, but I remembered Kaz, I mostly remember him, uh, from the Young Dragons era. So I guess because he does stick around forever, does he? God, he is around he sticks for fucking around to ever. The end. He's in HWA and shit. Yeah, he gets signed. Uh, He's in HWA. He gets he gets like a developmental contract. Yeah, they never brought him up for really. Like, I didn't know that. As far as I know, well, I, I know there were there were a bunch of guys who got that. You know, there were plenty of guys who got who went yeah. to fucking Ohio Valley or whatever and and didn't didn't never made it up but I didn't know Kaz was one of them that's cool Kaz is a fucking cool guy he's really cool and he's really cool later on in his career when he does his like fucking muto cosplay you know uh where he's like you know like oh god I, I don't know it's what 13 years ago now when he sort of settled into the role of like the all japan junior ace yeah where he so Kaz Hayashi sort of occupies for like a good like number of years there he's like the new fuchi do you know what i mean yeah he's like the hard-ass veteran junior heavyweight and he 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 occupies that role in all japan for and no you know nobody cares about those years of all japan because it's not that good but he's good kaz is cool good wrestler <laughs> uh anyways he uh he beats him up and uh he hits a big spin kick like a waltman sort of esque yeah um, and then he goes for Tope Con Hello. <laughs> um, and Raven just kind of walks away. And Kaz Hayashi eats shit. And he's like, it, it, it's, 
he doesn't run to set it up. Like it's not like a it's like a big spectacular dive. <laughs> he just kind of flops over the top and just hits the fucking ground. Um, Tanae says they're going to need the spatula, um, which is a favorite of mine. And then Raven yeah. pounds the fucking microphone in his head. Raven's really mad in this match. He's really mean. Um, he's set, I, he, he's mad that he can't fuck his sister. He's I mad guess. that he can't fuck his sister. Of course, you say you guess, but of course, I think that's, really that's it. Oh, know, absolutely, yeah. that is absolutely what it is. He is horny. And he is repressed, and he's been—he's had a bunch of ruined orgasms, and he's been edging for days, um, and that's why he's so mad at Kaz Hayashi. Um, and he's yeah. just been jerking off in the car while Saturn's been driving, and it's been fucking miserable. Yeah, Saturn's got a rule—you can jack off, but you can't come. No, no. Saturn's a freak like that, you know. So Raven has to wait till he gets to the arena, and then, you know, he's in the fucking locker room with all the boys, and he can't, like, whip it out and finish there. So he's got to do it in the ring with Kaz Hayashi. And Kaz gets it all over himself, of course, because he's, you know, he, <laughs> he gets whipped, like, headfirst into a chair um, that's set up in the corner, right? The classic, you, you wedge it between the ropes in the corner by the turnbuckles, right? Yeah. And most people take this and they'll like, you know, they kind of go into it like shoulder or they go like, he- you know, head and back, head and neck, maybe put the hands up, go head first. I've never seen. They want to put it. They want to do it a little more gingerly. I've never seen anybody do it like this. He fucking full steams head but, first. Like, but his like arms. You know, Orange Cassidy. Yes. So this is basically just Orange Cassidy, but he doesn't have pockets. He puts his arms down. <laughs> no. And he, he just he doesn't. He's, he's doing a toe bay, basically, into this. <laughs> except he's running. It's so stupid. He's being Irish whipped. I've never seen someone go headfirst into a chair in quite this manner, where his arms are just dead ass by his sides. And he's just like, all right, you know, into the chair. So good. Um and uh what there's after that they they, they this is like a, how, how long is this one you got a runtime of this one i counted like i, I counted this at like four minutes yeah i have like, I don't se- an official runtime as far as i can tell i have a total of seven notes here which is why i went and waxed on about kaz hayashi's 2010 run <laughs> for a while um but they they do some business. The Kaz gets this. He like slides through like the legs and does this uh, bulldog on the Raven, and he lands on the chair, which is really nicely executed. Um, and then he goes up to top. He puts a, he puts the chair on Raven's chest. He goes up top and he does the fucking Dick Togo back senton onto the chair, which is insane. And I'm yeah. flipping out watching this. Like randomly, like imagine being there on a fucking you know watching the Saturday night taping and you're <laughs> seeing this. And then he does it again. Again, which is, I mean, anytime you do the same spot twice is baffling. (laughs) But this one in particular that is so dangerous, where it's a back senton with your head hitting a chair. Maybe you try for it not to hit the chair. I mean, I guess you do try for it not to hit. I guess if you were doing that, you would try to not hit your head on the chair. You're probably right about that. Who can say? <laughs> I mean, you're probably right about that. Um, yeah, a, yeah. he goes for the pin. It's a two. It takes forever for him to get over there because he just did two fucking sentons under a chair. <laughs> and he's uh, paralyzed now. And then the finish of this match, Raven snaps off 
I want to say maybe the single greatest DDT that I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. The snap on this DDT. Were you? Did you lose it for this one? It was pretty. It's it's a pretty good DDT. It's perfect. Hayashi does this little pop up, like this little sell that he does. Because he, so he snaps his head down. You know, DDT. You should kind of like release a little bit, like just before impact, so that the person taking the move can like flex their head backwards and not just go head and neck first into the ground, right? Yeah. Um, but Raven does not let go at fucking all. And then when Hayashi snaps his head out from Raven's armpit, um, it looks like he just got his head and face sma- and his nose specifically smashed into the mat really hard. Um, at a very high speed with a high snap, but also he does this little cell where it's like, uh, he just kind of like holds up. It looks like a fucking video game animation, but like in the yeah. best way possible. And he just kind of falls over and it's, and that's, I mean, the co- the count is so, is the cover so funny. Raven just has like an arm over him. Yeah, uh, he, that's he seems, weird. <laughs> he, he seems to be getting up in the middle of it. And I think it's Billy Silverman who's a ref. Stops at on, on like midway for two. Yeah, and and then he has to lean midway back over. Three, I should say, uh, yeah, like two and a half, and then and because Raven just puts the hand back on. It's like three. All right. Well, so He's I just think so checked out, man. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I think he might have. So I had a theory that he hurt his groin because he's kind of hold. He's kind of holding. His, he is, yeah. And I think that this was this was my theory, and I like this. I'm going to push this. I think this was such a good DDT that he actually pulled a muscle doing it. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I'm gonna, that's he's what I'm there. saying oh, happened. God. Yeah, it's possible. Scotty, crazy things have happened. Scotty, that's just how he rolls. Scotty. All right, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Brian not Nasty Noms from Slambury, May eleventh, nineteen eighty nine, at the TWA Dome. <laughs> right, man, false comedy. Uh, in the TWA Dome, I believe. Fucking ninety nine, buddy. This is. Uh, uh, do you did you see when they pull back the uh, the curtain when they get back to the the fake uh, merchandise stand and. There's so many fucking seats in this 67,000 uh, seat football arena. Oh, God, is it that big? It's fucking massive. It's This is where the Rams play? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. Like, oh, I mean, they had a show in 98 where they sold, like, play. 30 Sorry. The Rams are in, in Los Angeles now, right? Yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. They sold, I think they sold, like, 35K or something like that for a uh, show – in wow. 98 which is fucking good and this is still like goldberg 000, run goldberg popped that attendance like 20 to twenty two thousand people is pretty good absolutely it's Tony also, Khan would tell you that it's also not what you're rooting for when you run out a fucking dome it's so weird so yeah the, well so they would run those you- they would run those like weird setups for the georgia dome where they would like but that was just because, like, they could get it cheap, I think, because they had, like, home, hometown yeah. shit. Like, they were just, like, they would, I mean, they, they got, like, they got, like, 14K in the fucking Astrodome at, like, 99, though. I mean, obviously, yeah, they were doing, yeah, they shit were, was starting to They were to doing some rough. foolish things, yes. 99, WCW, uh, a lot of mistakes were made, as <laughs> has been documented many places. Um, yeah, now, I didn't realize this was that big. I didn't realize this was that 
place. For the te- of course. I didn't even realize that was where the fucking Rams played. I've been in that place. Okay. God. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> I really get a shot. Like, there's a shot from uh, of them, like, walking back. Uh, I didn't the catch that. Room, yeah, you, you said. see that, like, oh, man, this half is just the stadium. a big arena. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even see that. Damn. Well, see, that's the thing, man. Like, fucking... That Arthur Ashe Stadium looked fucking good. It looked packed. That's, you know? a, I mean, that's Impressive a perfect stuff. spot to do that. Because, like, I, I made a fucking Fred we, uh, because I just, I genuinely do think the tennis stadiums are like a perfect place to do it's that. A cool, because, sort of, yeah, the way the stands go, like they're stacked on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, the actual surface is so small. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be big for any reason, really. Yeah, uh, you can. It so feels can almost still futuristic on that with just with just a ring or something and you can you have a ton of options and it's going to be loud as shit and it's going to be it it's was. just going to look great. It it's going to it's all, all the those shows in, like every time um I posted I think it was uh, a boxing card at uh the tennis uh stadium in uh, LA at the StubHub Center uh, and center. I know that's, that's so where funny. The, that, that's where the Chargers are. Uh, I feel like we talked. About, no, I feel like we've talked about the StubHub Center before. Yeah. Me and, you. <laughs> and then one from uh, a WWE show in Abu Dhabi, and it it just always looks so cool. Just like people <laughs> yeah. on fucking top of each other. Yeah, and that's like what you want. Looked good on TV. Shouts out. Um, <laughs> those guys need it. <laughs> yeah, um, you heard about the show on on TV. Uh, so. Yeah, all right. Let's see your Indian Wells. <laughs> the 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 Brian Knobs asshole picture. Um I'm gonna bring it up here. You gonna post it or you just gonna scroll up? I'm just gonna scroll. I gotta figure out how to do it. Hey, there's a Kazayashi match in PWG. That's wild. That's yeah, wild. and what is it is it oh nine? It's oh seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from an All Star Weekend. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Good how do I? Br- oh, there it is. Chat. All right, here we go. Scroll up, 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 up. I gotta get. Oh, there it is. I'm now looking. <laughs> Excuse me. At Brian Knobs, asshole. This is this whole man's asshole. It's weird. I wanna. Who do, who do you think took this picture? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't think it was Jerry Sags. If it was, that's fine. Was it like morally or whatever? I just I like was I'm gonna... it his wife? <laughs> was it Was it his wife? I mean if there's I mean, I, Listen I, I, I... If there was a picture of this if if there was a picture of me like this, there's no way that anybody could have taken it except for the woman who's upstairs over there. <laughs> I have I have questions. I mean, I've been questioning for over four years now, who's taking the photo of uh LA Park where He's getting his ass eat. I don't know. Oh well, you know that could be been, that, that was. Pro- I'm sure that was an independent photographer. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Then so you know we never talk about this, but you know maybe people have actually. I feel like actually now that I'm thinking about it, I might be having a deja vu. Maybe the you know the black cat in the matrix. They changed it, and I need to sure. be worried now. But um, have we? You know what it is? I think we've talked about it with Goatsy. We've never talked about the fact that Brian Nobbs' wedding ring is so visible in this picture. Huh. Isn't that a thing with Goatsy? I'm going to look up Goatsy right quick. Yes. Goatsy's wedding ring, right? I'm going to look up Goatsy. 
I don't. I I'm the alone in that. Yeah, the I still always pronounce it goats. Here's a funny thing where it's goatsy, but his asshole is it's like Donald Trump's face, and the hole is Donald Trump's mouth. <laughs> These people are so clever. Oh, here it is in Minecraft. You can have it's goatsy in Minecraft. You know, my kid plays Minecraft, so please, <laughs> folks. <laughs> oh, Brian Nobbs's fucking hole his stretched out little hole it's not i mean it was i mean presumably at a point there's a lot going on let's just put it that way this is a man whose ass has been fucked by something you know and that's fine some kind of implement. yeah speaking as a man <laughs> this is like the last place where we're going to judge of course a man nasty brian knobs my oh, anus is plugged people. right now for all you know i mean i might be wearing anything any sort of fucking for for having some kind of implement in his butt. Can we That's talk briefly mean. about that? That when you talked about CBT uh, <laughs> at bits yeah. at five in the morning. Hell and, yeah! And then and then this company that produces uh, penile insertion <laughs> sounding tools, which if. Oh, God, I got lightheaded as soon as I said the words. Can we possibly get them as a sponsor? I asked. So that's the thing is somebody like just randomly, somebody like is Googling, somebody in a marketing team for a sex toy company. If you're not familiar with sounding, it's like the insertion of something into the urethra of the penis. And it's I really, all right, I don't, know. I don't like talking about it. I don't like thinking about it. I wouldn't it. It's not do my it. Thing. It's I not my thing. So. It's like one of the fucking few things that freaks me out. I'm cool with every other thing, basically. I mean, I can watch it be done to someone. Oh, I've seen it. Oh god, but I wouldn't do oh, it myself. God. Oh Fuck god, that. No. we're talking. Anyways, there's company. I that... barely want to acknowledge my dick. Mm, there's people. That, there's a company that like. <laughs> I love you. Uh, there's a company that. That tweeted at us about uh, these these tools and was trying to promote themselves. And I offered. I said, "Hey, you know, we. I don't even look. Hey, I don't. You don't have to pay us. Just send me one of them. I'm not going to try it, but I want to see it. <laughs> it's the fucking principle of the thing. But they didn't respond. So I think that sucks. I I would. I would Should I give them a shout out? No, they don't deserve it because they didn't respond. They right, didn't well. even fucking no. They're not one of our fucking products. Yeah, go check out the the at replies between us and Bix um, <laughs> for the sounding. Oh God, it's it, it's it a, really does disgust me. I'm sorry. I don't like that. I don't. I I'm I'm, I'm 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 not kink shaming, but that you just wouldn't do it. You can't. Something you can't in there fucking the freaks me out. I'm sorry. I've had plenty of things up my ass. I don't want anything up my deck. I'm sorry. Oh, Bam Bam so, versus Brian Nubs. So this is for the King of Hardcore title, which of course, as we've uh, established in the hack episode, Bam of course, Bam Bam we, we, we started we calling himself that, and we were like, "That a thing?" And everybody else is like, "Is that a thing?" Meaning that Tony Schiavone and Bobby Brainheen and and Mike Tanay and so forth. Like, I guess that's a thing now. That we're gonna and we're just that's cool. Um, this is the one match we did we had uh, where this we, is really a filling in the blanks. Absolutely, absolutely so much because this this fits so well. This is a hack match without hack. I mean, you know, like the 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 hack Bam Bam Brian Knobs three way that never happened. Like, think about that. That's yeah. the match. That's the one where we ascend. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one where we like leftover style blip out of existence, and we go to another place, and we're there forever. If that had happened, 
me and you and one percent of the population maybe i don't know how many <laughs> you know however many people died of covid we all would have gone to another place if that match had ever happened but it didn't happen so here's this uh slamboree 99 which is headlined i'm sure by something fucking god awful i'm sure this is a terrible show right oh buddy it is headlined by actually that's probably not terrible well, spring stampede Nash- is good no a month before that that's the famous that's last ever dog shit that's that, the but- last ever good wcw pay-per-view right spring stampede yeah, 99 Nash- Haven't I said that on the podcast? That's the last good one. A Nash DDP main event is not terrible. No, yeah, of course not. Yeah, that's not terrible. I mean, it, I mean, it might. There's it, a twelve-minute it might, it might... Piper match. That's probably fucking awful. But see, uh... when you say things like like Roddy Piper and Ric Flair wrestled each other in May of 1999, <laughs> when There's I think a... about a thing like that, it really just kind of blows my fucking mind. There's an eleven-minute gorgeous George Charles Robinson match. That's probably not very good. Eleven minutes. Ten minutes and thirty nine seconds to be more precise. But That's, no, uh, you're it's Randy a Savage. He's just like he's just chilling on this card. He's he's not here. No, what do they do for eleven minutes in that match? God only. Um, because you can only chase him around the ring for so long. I mean, he's wearing <laughs> the he's wearing the Nate's trunks. I would imagine David Flair is probably part of that, right? Uh, he's it, the, it, he's not listed. Don't no, but Flair's I bet he, like, I bet I bet David comes in. And uh, in fucking May of '99, I fucking guarantee David is there. Tori is Hogan hurt or something? Where the fuck's? I mean, that's that's a that's a horrifying thing to be like. Where's Hogan? Where's <laughs> Hogan in '99? Yeah. But man, this. Well, we were all asking for. Well, so Hogan Hogan comes. Oh God, we can't talk about this for that long. I, I, it's just, Hogan it's just comes back and he's a baby thing. face. Like, what, are, what are we doing, man? This is around the time Hogan comes back and his son is like, "Dad, you got to wear the red and yellow." And I remember watching it and being ten years old and being like, "Yeah, okay, cool, yeah, all right." Hogan and babyface again, and I was kind of into it. And then it happened, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this is kind of weird now. You look kind of weird and old." No. Yeah, he does. He comes back in uh, July and wins the title off of Savage, cupping yeah. him again. And then, and then, he- and then headlines Road Wild with Nash. And I remember that being, I think, the last WCW pay per view my dad and I ordered. <laughs> I think Road Wild '99 might have been the last one. Um, I think there's a really good Jersey Triad match on that show. Oh, I, bl- I, I yes, that's true. Uh, that is, is it possible that it's versus Vampiro in the ICP? No, no, but they they have a good match on that show too. I think Vamp- yeah, I think that's against the Filthy <laughs> Animals. Uh, it is. And, it is. Oh, and that's the show with Savage versus Rodman, of course. The last WCW show, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the last I said it about Spring Stampede. It's, um, I think Road Wild '99 might be the last hurrah for me. Oh, okay. Then that's that. That's one of the last Harlem Heat uh, title. That it's the. It's, you're, you spoke in a half sentence there, so I don't know what you're trying to say. That's where the last Harlem Heat title runs, and the Harlem Heat are not good in that run. Uh, they take it off the Jersey Triad. Oh, and it's not yeah, even that, the full Triad gimmick, oh, because well, I'm uh, Benoit and DDP are working. Clearly uh, misremembering that. something here. That, that sucks. Sounds like a great show. Um, so, here's the thing about uh, WCW 99. It has moments. Blitzkrieg was there. Of course it was going to have its moments. Uh, this is yeah, a moment. Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg is good. He, he trained Blitz... Super Dragon, allegedly. Yeah. I always think that's a fake. That might be fake. <laughs> Where they're like, yeah, Blitzkrieg actually trained all the the Southern California guys. It's like, no, he didn't. 
You don't know who. Nobody knows who Blitzkrieg is. He's just a guy. He went away. <laughs> I mean, they should know who he is because he should have. It should have been a case where WCW wasn't so bad that he was like, "Nah, I'm just going to be a computer programmer instead." <laughs> yeah, he should have probably made money off. We've of never being talked WCW. about We've never talked about Blitzkrieg, have we? I've probably talked about Blitzkrieg. I is, can't say. There... I would do an episode on Blitzkrieg, yeah, even though a, it would make no sense to do. No, but do, it would no, just but that's, cool. that sense to do. No, but that seems fine. We could do a Blitzkrieg episode. Put that yeah, in there. Yeah. Every single match is is. Who's the most fucked up person we know who would like Blitzkrieg and like is like a bit like a Blitz? Yeah, all right, we can do that. Put that in there. Uh, okay. Put that in the document. Um, all right. Striga. Yeah. Get, we'll, we'll get, we will get Striga on to talk about Blitzkrieg. Yeah, that's a fucking great idea. Oh well, um, he knows a lot about Blitzkrieg being German. Yeah, the Eastern Lariat crossover podcast we've all been waiting for. Um, there's no music for either guy. We're going to talk about Bam Bam Bigelow versus Brian Insanely hauntingly weird, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, there's clearly... Oh, nasty! Oh, it's... People like that David Lynch... No, it's not a Lynch thing, but it is extremely awkward. There's a clear moment where Brian Nobbs is about to come out of the curtain, and he's, like, back there, and they're clearly telling him the music's not working. Like, I caught this. I, I realized <laughs> it, and I went back, and I saw oh, it. Because yeah. he comes out, and he's like, what the fuck? And then he just starts yelling a lot. And you've never seen Brian Knobs actually jaw this much. Like, he doesn't actually... Like, he's a he's a shit talker, but you've never seen him talk for every single second <laughs> walking up to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he said Nasty Boulevard and Nasty Avenue, I think, at one point, you know? Like, you know, I think I said Fart Street earlier. He's, uh, he's on that shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, he he's great and Bam Bam's good too. Bam Bam also comes out with no music. <laughs> We've <laughs> like, established that he doesn't have music. In I know that happened before, but I think something fucked up happened here. Oh yeah, it's, it's, supposed just, to have music. it's just fortunate, I guess, that he didn't have music. The so TWA, it's like, well, the TWA dome fucking PA system busted up. Um, That's yeah. why the Rams left. Yeah. Well, I, no, this is the year they won. So Ninety nine. Yeah. This is the year they won, right? That's true. Greatest show on turf. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, shouts out to uh, 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 Antoine. Dick Vermeule. Antoine, no. Fuck Dick Vermeule. I, 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 you know. Hepatitis having motherfucker. Isn't there like a Kurt Warner biopic that's supposed to happen? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I read about that. That's an insane thing. Um, fuck that. Don't make any football movies. Um, unless, uh, it's, unless it's Oliver Stone. <laughs> that's all. Oh, I just want to see Any Given Sunday too. That's all I want to see. So, uh, be so good so in like the post-concussion era. Imagine the Oliver Stone football movie now. How fucking good that would be. Oh, you're thinking man. about it dude no i mean i love it really I think hard any given sunday thinking. fucking rocks so, yeah, it's yeah. A great movie it's a great movie i don't Inches. think i don't enjoy uh i think i've said it before i don't really enjoy oh, oliver stone's sucks. weird brand of a liberal fascism oh he's dog it's shit about um like po- politics but if it's about culture then he's just wham 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 he's hitting the iconography and the american mythos hard that's why the doors are so kick-ass yeah, I mean, he doesn't That's get into any of the no, no, fucking. No, no, no. All right, we can't uh, talk about this for for we it's, oh. we've been talking for so long. Uh, yeah, the early nineties and yeah, yes. So this has Stone worked. has a run and it ends with Natural Born Killers, which is a man losing his mind on a screen. <laughs> this so not, this match has one of the most podcast moments I think I've ever heard in commentary. This is probably the most come town commentary match that i've seen 
Yeah, because we've established that these three are really a podcast. At this point in time, yeah. this is 100% a podcast. Well, Tony Schiavone is the ultimate podcast host. It's, it's come yeah. to fucking my knowledge that he is the guy who can put – he can read the ads and he can set the scene and he can fuck with the other guys and do the jokes and do the interview. And then you know what? When it's time for the other guys to shine, Tony Schiavone knows how to sit back and let them fuck with each other. Um. This whole thing, this entire match, is about two guys hitting each other with trash can lids, basically. <laughs> um, there is, there are some spots. There's, they, they blow a spot with a trash can <laughs> lid and a fucking a kick out of the corner where they fuck it up and Bigelow fucks up the timing. And then so Nobs just hits him with a can over and over. And then he throws it out <laughs> and then gets a second can. To try the spot again. Why wouldn't he have a second can? Right. And then they fuck the spot up again, but Nobs just takes the bump bump and like lets it be. Um, Bam Bam, he's in this weird spot where, again, we talked about this in the hack episode, where Bam Bam is, I think, really fat here. Like, I think, and, you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing or whatever, but I think his movement is limited compared to, you know... How we were how we, five years before. How we remember Bam Bam. You know? Yeah. Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor. This man is not, you know? Um And so they just hit each other with a lot of stuff. And um there's this little cookie sheet and it sounds great, bouncing off a of knob's head. And uh he hits him with it a couple times, and then Heenan tells Mike Tanay to be quiet. Because he loves that sound. I want to hear the sound. When they're, hey, he says, hey, professor. I <laughs> says, hey, today, when it looks like he's about to hit someone with the thing, how about you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> and then Tony joins in and says, yeah, how about you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you talk then. I told we we told you not to talk. And then uh, he doesn't like there he, he's about to hit him with a thing and Tanae hasn't talked for like ten seconds and he accidentally talks right before it and they're like, Shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he has why is he allowed to talk? We spoke after yeah, it happened. They fucking <laughs> silenced him. We turned Mike's <laughs> microphone off. Yeah. It's so good. It's... At at a certain point after Tony tells him to he explicitly says, Shut up. Um, and then after a second, I think Brain, I think Bobby gives him, he gives Tanae permission to talk. And then he's like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> and then this goes on for a while until there's another moment where Tanae accidentally just talks right before the weapon shot. And, uh, and Bobby Heenan says, he keeps doing this, huh? <laughs> he does this all the, and then Tony, Tony says, he does this all the time. And then Bobby Heenan says, I'm going to get me a big scissors and I'm going to cut his tongue out. It's crazy. <laughs> it's still in response to anything happening in WCW 1999. So he said, he, he threatens to cut Mark today's tongue out with, and I, I, I quote, a big scissors. big scissors. I'm going to get me a big scissors and I'm going to cut your tongue out. 
It's possibly the most violent thing that's ever been said. It's worse than when Booker T said to Michael Cole, you know, I had a dream you died. <laughs> you know, you're ugly. You know, I had a dream you died. <laughs> Bobby Eden says, I'm going to cut your tongue out with a big scissor. Uh... <laughs> I like when uh, Tony, uh, so there's a spot where, uh, you ugly. Knobs blo- uh, and Bam Bam. Are, I, f- I forget exactly what Knobs has, but Bam Bam has like, uh, uh, like a tray of some sort, yeah. and he blocks the shot. Yeah. And Tony says, which I think has to be the episode title. So I think the effect of it's like two samurai warriors out there. Two samurai warriors. I guess it is. <laughs> it was kind of. It was a shield. It was. You know. It was more knightly. I think actually. Wait. I might have a. No. I might have a. I might have a, 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 a note on this where it says, yeah, it says nightly. <laughs> and, and he blocks him with his waiter's shield in a nightly fashion. And then my next note is that he claps Nob's ears with two trash can lids. Um, Great. This is where also Bam Bam does this little sneaky boy bit where he like has the cookie sheet behind his back. And he walks up and he smacks him over the face with it, like, like forehead and nose. Nobs yeah. catches it really bad, but right before he swings it, they're being quiet, and Tony's like literally shushing Tanae, and then he says hello right before, and then the sound is amazing, and then Tony Schiavone laughs for the next twenty five seconds <laughs> and says, "This is the greatest thing." That was the greatest sound I've ever heard. That was the sound of the night. I'm so glad we got to see this match. I love these guys. You know? It's so good. It's I love so... Brian Knobs. Great asshole, you know? He says it, yeah, he said it was the sound of the night. Um, I don't know. One of was... my favorite things happens in both this and uh, the Public Enemy Nasty Boys match is I think it's Tony who says, the athleticism required to take all of these shots. And I just am like the peak of athleticism <laughs> is fucking Brian Knobs, man, in his WCW days. That's well, hell yeah, dude. Tony it's... also says something about how, like, how the pleasure he is receiving from watching and listening to the sounds of these weapon shots. He says something like, to the effect of, there's just something about the way these men's heads are shaped and the way the the sound bounces off of them. <laughs> You know, it like, was insane. It was a bizarre thing. I he's having so much happening. fun. This is Tony having the most fun, you know? Yeah. This is this is the best. I this is Tony so checked out. He's so much he's so far away from trying to keep fucking Jim Crockett's or uh David Crockett's pants on, you know? <laughs> like, you know, he's he's just out there fully like just jacking off and Mike Tanay is the one trying to keep order. Mike Tanay, of course, the Adam Friedland of the bunch. Um of course. Yeah, the serving tray versus the trash can. That's a good spot. I do. I really like that. Um, and then there's a big salad bowl, and uh, Bobby says, uh, "What? What was that? A rearview mirror? Like, there's just weird shit." Um, and then Tony says, "That was actually the candy bowl after J.J. Dillon got a hold of it," which is a, you know, a joke for the hardcores, I guess. <laughs> um, and then they, I think this is the first time we've seen the laundry cart almost get destroyed, right? Yeah. Knobs. I mean, they they both do a bump into it. Um, I, I guess Bam Bam gets whipped into the side of the laundry cart. And of course, the laundry cart, if you didn't watch the matches from the hack episode, or if you're not familiar, it's a big fucking rolling fucking laundry cart like you'd see, like like from the fucking Shawshank Redemption and shit, you know? Yeah. It's, it's prison a, laundry It's shit. a prison laundry cart. 
It's an industrial size logic car, and they fucking and Brian Knobs when he runs, he runs at Bam Bam and tries to do like a diving shoulder block or whatever. Bam Bam moves. The way he bumps into this is positively foley like. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, you don't think of this. You you would never think of Brian Knobs as a guy who would do a bump like this. And I get you know I don't know. It's not like he's bumping off a high thing, but the speed of this thing, like this is. This is maybe the most hellacious bump of this whole episode. Like, the shoulder, the dislocated shoulder that could potentially happen from this. I just... I don't know. It's crazy these guys went this hard. Um, I don't have notes on most of the rest of the match because the Peacock incident, but uh, Brian Nobbs went for a a balcony dive of sorts, right? He overshoots it. And then uh, Bam Bam just suplexes him through the table, and it's it's great. So that's one way to do it. There's uh, plenty of ways to finish a match like this, and that's definitely on the list of ways. Um, yeah, Brian Nobbs is going to come up. He's going to be around uh, in 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 future episodes. The the dawn of Nobbs. Yeah. The yeah. Uh yeah, I I I think about him all the time, and I'm bringing up his. There it is. Do you want me to? Have you looked at it? Of course you, I have. Do you want? Do you want to look at it today? His ass. It's weird. I've seen a lot of. I'm gonna look at it. You don't need to post. It. You need to. All right, I will Just I'll just see in the group chat. Yeah. In, in the regular chat, I should say. Yeah, post in the group chat. Fuck all those nerds. I'll, yeah, should I post it in the group chat? Yeah, of course. All right, I'll. I'll what fuck's anybody doing right now? That's like important. Is, um, should I post it on the Twitter account? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do that. We can't risk getting suspended again. Oh, would that do it? I don't fucking know. I just want to say I've seen it's a lot not worth, of these people are fuckers. Is all I'm saying. You've seen assholes. Uh, I mean, I have, but it's just you know. also like. But you know, like I... what? You know what? Like a a nice a nice little, you know, tight little asshole looks like, right? Yeah. And it's nice, you know, a nice little, you know, um, you know, it's not for everyone, but it could be pretty nice. Nice little tight little asshole. This hole. And again, I've only seen the one picture of it, but I just got to say, this is one of the most dis- used up asshole. I don't know how it gets like that. I mean, I do know. The road. <laughs> the, road. <laughs> the job, the miles, you know, there's a lot of ways, I guess. I say that and then I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess you just use that shit up, huh? Main event time. Main event time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cyclope and Damian Seis Or Halloween and, and Damian Seis Tio, Seis. Tijuana's Most Wanted, is that right? Mexico's Most Wanted. Mexico's Most Wanted. Tijuana's Most Wanted is... La Familia de Tijuana. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's later on. Okay. Cyclope and Damian. Or Damian, I think it's written here. Is that right? Damien. Might be. Cyclope and Damien versus La Parca and Silver King from Nitro, June 7th, 1999, in uh, uh, a Super Libre, I believe they call it? They No, you know what they call it? 
a Mexican hardcore match. Yeah. Tony's having a great fucking time, and I'm who gonna, can blame him? Who I'm going to keep the fucking him? asshole up for the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh... I've heard people say that this match is disrespected by the commentators. Have you ever seen that take? I don't know. I saw that sometime. This is in in shout out to uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Alex Worldwide Keller, Cleveland, Ohio. Also good friend, weird body, but he's never been on. This was in in Cleveland? Yeah. Man, it's so weird. This is such a weird match, and it's one of those matches that's like... I guess this is is this this is nitro. Like this feels like thunder. You know it what feels I mean? Like a thunder match. This feels like a thunder match. <laughs> it's got big thunder energy. Um, so I still couldn't get the, the peacock. thunder is more the why is this happening sort of place. Not in a God. Why is this kill? This is killing company. It's like this is cool. Why? Is, why? Why are we doing this exactly? What's what's the angle here? And there's there no was... angle. It's just they're just killing each other. There was some, like, level of hope on Thunder where it's like, well, maybe they could do this, you know. I don't, I don't know. think they paid Here's enough an attention idea. to Thunder. I'm just staring into Brian Knobs' asshole when we finish this episode. Yeah, yo, you fucking hypnotized by this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you gotta... You gotta it's a, a snake charmer shit. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I think charmed a snake or two. That's such an easy joke, and yet I didn't mean to set you up for it, but I'm so <laughs> glad that you did it, and that's why Thank we're you. partners here. Um, I watched this on a YouTube upload from user AKOLMAN, AKOLMAN, uh, 14 years ago, he uploaded yeah. this in 2007, and it was, it's 2000, it's, tw- it's 240p, that's the only quality level that I'm, that was, well, I could, I could have watched it in 144 but I got internet speeds that allow me to, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're not, you know, we're 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 living in we're the future. Civilized. Now. Yeah. Um, Tony jokes constantly about how the Mexican hardcore match idea is absurd. Um, he says that there was a earlier in the show there was a girl in a duffel bag, there was a a bucket of sewage, and now a Mexican hardcore match. Keenan says he walked in earlier and saw nine goats backstage. So I'm not really I'm not sure. sure if that's problematic. I'm not, yeah, well, you know, here's the thing, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. Um, Silver King, I just want to say, this match is Laparka. I don't know if you heard of him. You yeah. will know him. He's a big deal. <laughs> He's, I guess, I mean, I guess Laparka is just a top 10 wrestler of all time. And that's not really an argument, right? No, unless you're a bitch. Is he, unless he's you're your, a little bitch. You, you say he's in your top 10, right? Is that yeah. fair? That's like, like you could say, if, like saying top five, you know, if you're like, well, I don't know, but top 10, if LaParka's not in your top 10 wrestlers of all time, and you can't just be like, well, I just don't get Lucha in which case, well, all right, we can talk, but like, you know what I mean? How could you not? What's this guy? This guy. He does a tope in this match. Or, no, he, he hit. There's a guy who does a tope. It's one of the guys. He hits a tope, except he doesn't hit it because Laparka hits him with a chair on the way down. And then Laparka sits the chair down on the ground and he stands on top of it and he does a dance. 
You know, <laughs> if that's not your favorite, if that's not your top ten wrestler of all time, then you don't, you know. Understand. You're missing the big fucking picture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's okay if we have different tastes, but your tastes are wrong. Um, this is a great 240p match because it is completely a mess to watch. Um, Silver King. Silver King. It, is Silver King El Dandy's brother? Is that right? No, he's uh, Dr. Wagner Dr. Jr. Wagner brother. Jr.'s brother. Okay, of course. Because he's, he's Dr. Teamed. Wagner's son. Okay, of course, of course, of course. And they wrestled. They were, the, of course, the New Japan fucking junior tag champs or whatever. Uh, okay, I remember that stuff kind of from old VHS tapes. <laughs> the Oya Blanca. Yeah, okay, sure, if you say so. Uh, Silver King's kind of a bits guy, right? He's kind of like a guy who does bits. I mean, a little, I guess. He's, he's got some stuff. He seems like a kind of like a, like, not maybe not on La Parca level, but, like, he seems like kind of a guy who's, like, he gets his little goofy shit in no matter what, you know, I like mean, a, I a think, Garza or yeah, an El Dandy. I think there was definitely some stuff in, like, the Los Fabulosos team with Dandy, the Los Cowboys team with Tatano. Like, we're, right. like you know, some shtick. You don't yeah. get called Los Fabulosos and I guess work, shtick like, is the word. I'm, Lance Storm, you know? I said bits. Yeah. I meant shtick, yeah. But, you know, whatever. You know, same same difference. Um, they, um, he kind of just runs into weapon shots. Hilariously. A lot. Like, Silver King is like a, he, you know, like a Her- like Harold Lloyd or... I don't know, like fucking curly or whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. what, you know, he, he's, he's got a, he's got a sort of a, a comedic take on walking into offense, which I always appreciate, especially in plunder matches. Yeah. Um, Park takes a, a, a sloppy, like uh drop toe hold onto a can. There's lots of cans. There's a can on Park's head and they had a fucking poetry in motion on him. And I, I see pay is Halloween, right? Um, yeah. Why do they call him that? Why do they call him Halloween or Sequel Pay? Why, why do they call him Sequel Pay? Uh, I, I mean, I, I've definitely seen him with a Cyclops mask before, but I think in this case it was just what's the gimmick that they thought were, Halloween like, was too broad of a name. You yeah, think? I, that they're just like, eh. Mm. It also may have been a uh, copyright. Some, yeah, because Antonio Pena being Antonio Pena. Just oh, like, I thought you meant like yeah, John the the John Carpenter. <laughs> no, because John Carpenter does, has no say. I thought you wrestling. meant New Line Cinema was no, new it can't do shit here. Turner. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, Silver King is a guy I don't really know that well outside of the the WCW Lucha stuff, but he seems like a funny guy, a funny bits guy, and I, I know, and I have seen some of that work rate stuff. You know, those like ninety nine. Him and Wagner versus, you know, Kanemoto and, I don't know, El Samurai, whoever the fuck. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. That's I not... like all that stuff. but you I, know, that's... I, Maybe I go back to it now. I like it better. But um, but this I like. This I like. Him, like, stumbling and dancing into fucking chair shots. Um, Wearing a do-rag in this match for the record. Looks good. Looks good. Yeah, that's kind of... To me, that's the canonical Silver King look. But I know that's probably not true. <laughs> I mean, he lost his mask really early, so it's like yeah, this might as well be. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him in a mask. Um, it's I like got... he loses it to Santo in like '87 when they're both really young, because mm. that was obviously like a, a, like a like a feud that was made in the in in their mom's wombs. You know, Santo's kid versus Wagner's firstborn. Oh, of course, of course. And that, then, that's and then not on Wagner tape, is it? Ha- uh, 
That's not one of the fam- yeah. That's like a famously not on tape. Mask. Yeah, and then Wagner Jr. keeps his mask for another thirty fucking years. Yeah, and he, and which is ironic because and then uh, doesn't so, lose it to Park, which he should have. But but, but Wagner Jr. Is, is super handsome. Silver King, who was desperate to get back under the mask, because he worked as uh, Black Tiger uh, three. Uh huh. Of course. Silver Kane, Silver who worked Kane. as Ramses because that was his the character he played in the famous uh, Jack Black comedy, Natural Libre. Uh-huh. He was fucking always finding a way to try and get a fucking mask back on because he had a he's really kind of goofy a dog, face. He's got kind of a dog face, kind of like a goofy dog face. And yet he's the one who had to spend like the, like the rest of his life unmasked while his brother got to do it. And then he, he was like fucking a fought. Uh, after the well, and then also it's just, Dandy, vagaries, man. You know the, the Dandy also was just because is it that looks that's Los Fabulosos, right? Tim and Dandy. It's Tim and Dandy, yeah, yeah. And Dandy is maybe not a classically like hot guy, but Dandy is such a, like a a charming like dad looking like Dandy's a hot guy in a you know in a modern sense, right? Yeah, Silver King looks like shit. <laughs> He, he just looks like a goof. He looks like the you know he yeah he's not he's not he's not the guy, um, and we've seen Park you know, I always wonder what Park actually looks like, without blood all over his face and the mask half hanging off him because we know what his face kind of looks like you know I I always there's I pictures the, of him out there probably right yeah yeah probably I think the line from the AEW podcast I always go back to is handsome but looks like he's killed. Yeah. Which is yeah, what you'd think. Which means that's the hottest man who's ever lived. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the Paula Matt sort of, you know. <laughs> um Yeah, all right. So this match has got uh like seven dives. Uh a couple of them are missed. There's they they just laugh their asses off on commentary. And there's I don't think it's disrespectful. I no, just I think, think it's, it's great. I think it's like self-aware. I think it's great. This is I think insane. If you if you watch this, especially after the Bam Bam Knobs match, I'm still looking at Knobs asshole. By the way, it's still on my screen. Yeah, this um, is just what they were doing, man. Yeah, they, they if were, Kevin Nash was here so laughing at out. it, that might be different because he booked it. That's only funny for that for the one show, and even then, it gets kind of old by the end. They're having. You know, look, they're here. They got to fucking work. That was the whole thing. That's part of the hack episode that we talked about was like, these guys are just, you know, they're just, they just make fun of fucking today for 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's all they can. I mean, you know, that's a toxic working environment probably, but <laughs> it's funny for TV. You know, it's a good podcast. They're characters on TV. Yeah. Yeah. They certainly are. I'm sure they're very nice to my <laughs> They probably like fucking shit in his bag all the time. <laughs> I bet Mike Sinead is one of the most tortured souls in all of wrestling. I bet you he is uh, contemplating mass murder at all times. <laughs> um, Halloween goes for a tope suicida and gets chair shotted, like swatted out of midair by Laparca, and the commentators laugh so hard at this. Um, and. There's more dives. There's a uh, Silver King does this big his signature dive, which is the Jericho's dive now too, um, which is the big like vault- it's like a twisting pescado. It's a big vaulting reverse dive, like yeah, twisting pescado. 
uh, off the second rope of the adjacent uh, corner. It's a very, you know, it's it, it's an interesting way to do a dive. Uh, it's Jericho's. Jericho does it way, way worse, obviously. <laughs> um, and then you see, like, uh, Damien chuck, hulk a chair right at is him. Is it Damien? Yeah. He throws the chair. It hits him right in the face. And Tony, Tony's laughing the hardest. Tony's so just, like, uh, beyond zooted or whatever whatever he's doing i don't know if he's a sober man or what but he sounds like he's out of his fucking mind stoned watching this um he says you know what the crazy thing is <laughs> you know what the <laughs> you know what the <laughs> you know what the crazy thing is about this and then brain is like nah this is great they'll do anything and then tony says yeah they'll do anything and they just get back up seriously the way they're talking about this is like two drunk guys at a fucking Tijuana sex show, you know? Tony is obsessed. He keeps he keeps bringing up the tope. By the way, he yeah. mentions it over and over for the like the the remaining the remaining three minutes of this match that he's never seen someone go for a dive and just get hit in the head with a chair. <laughs> he's like, I've never seen that before, brain. <laughs> and he might be right, you know. Maybe nobody ever pulled that shit before this match, you know. Um. It's a bad thing to do to a guy. Absolutely. Uh, they do some. I don't know. What do they do? There's some. There's table shit. There's like a. There's a cool uh, tornado DDT from the, uh, to the outside through by uh, King onto yeah. uh, Cyclopet. Which that almost cool, feels so. like a, like Jerry Lennon to Jerry did that like once every Friday. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like one of those pure '99 fucking table spots. You know. Tornado off the fucking apron. Easy peasy. We know how to land, you know? Um, and it looks, but it, and it always looks good. Obviously. Yeah, you, you, you could do that Not now. Not discounting it. Good. That's the point. It looks good. Um, Silver King does a, an aside. He throws a trash can out of the ring, and it lands perfectly on Halloween's head. Halloween's, like, walking around with a trash can on his head. Silver King does an aside moonsault onto the three of them, and it's really funny to think about Halloween trying to catch a guy while he's got a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> um, there. Halloween throws a trash can lid at Park. It bounces right off. It caroms the fuck off and ends up uh, at the feet of Bobby and Tony at the uh, at the announce table. I mean, it looked like how, about forty. How feet could you like not treat this as like an absurd match? That, but because they're also treating and the participants are treating it as an absurd match. Come, come so on, man. that moment where it looked like he'd launched that trash can lid i think it was a lid right it was a, a trash can lid yes okay it looks like it went about 40 feet into the crowd like row H. it looked like it it looked like it fucking killed someone yeah. like it was a goddamn okay like, tony claims he caught Andy it 500 yeah yeah he claims he caught it um but i think they're like protecting against liabilities i think <laughs> i don't think actually anybody caught that except for maybe somebody caught it in the face that's one and th- we didn't talk about it but there's a moment where knobs launches a chair out of the ring in the previous match that's where Tanae goes whoa and then tony's like well this is very very dangerous folks Elliot <laughs> yeah, lands at uh, the guardrail Luckily. Yeah. Well, you uh, hear a woman scream, too. No, th- this is the thing about a lot of this 99 WCW stuff, is this is, like, in theory, high-produced, high-production, uh, you know, mainstream wrestling, except they're doing this stuff, and it's just a wonder that, like, nobody's head got cut off from 
you know, Cyclope throwing a chair into the fucking crowd. Like, and it, these are WCW fans. It's not like wanting to see Green Lantern fan get brained by a uh, by a uh, Tajiri sliding a the chair into there. the fan. It could be a casual grandma out there in fucking you know Birmingham, Alabama, or whatever. Yeah. And they put these matches on. It's crazy this is on Nitro. It is crazy. Um, The finish is that LaParca does a second row powerbomb through a table. And then uh, the guy kicks out. It's Damien. Damien kicks out. And then he does another one onto some chairs. Onto a chair table. Yeah. Yeah. We are charting this back even further. Further and further. You're establishing the two chairs lined up. I and think, how I still think is. the earliest two chair I I don't know. I the first time I saw it and I know this it had had to predate this, but it's like fully in 98. You know, sure. in WWF in some yeah. random match. So I don't know. Um the chair table. It's it's great. Um but still it's weird that they like we're like yeah, it's crazy that people are doing that in 99. Mike Enos put the stairs on their side and did a suplex onto it in, was that, November of 96? September 96. 25 (laughs) years ago to day of this recording day at 2.50 Eastern Time, September 23rd. Oh, uh, yes, is the anniversary of that match? It's 25 years, exactly, yes. Wow, happy birthday, Brian Enos. Let me ask you a question. When do you think the picture of, uh, of Brian Knobs, you know, his asshole... Do you have it up? I don't have it up right now, but I did. Do, I did, did scroll up. I did, did scroll up. up. Trust me. When do you? When actually, is that taken? I that's fucking. Like a, that's a digital camera. Like that's modern. probably taken like in 2008 or some shit. Yeah. Trying to I mean, it's still been wrestling with that ass. It's a pretty clean bathroom. I gotta say. Look at the hardwood floor in there. That's probably Hogan's. I think I've had a picture taken of my asshole in a dirtier bathroom than that. You think Hogan took the picture? Is that what you said? No, I don't think Hogan took the photo. <laughs> no, Hogan took bathroom. It. It's Hogan's bathroom. Yeah, this is Hogan's public bathroom that he makes his his boys use. Maybe, maybe it's the guest bathroom, but I figure this is definitely could be in Hogan's house. That is like, a you wide ass. Sponge's house, and Bubba's the one taking the photo, and Knobs uh, is gonna fuck Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. That seems eminently possible. That could have happened on this very night. You know, here's the thing about this: is you don't see. I mean, I don't know. You know, you see men's asses. You know, you watch, you know, films. Yeah. Of of different types. You see a man. You see a man's ass, but a man's ass like of this width, you don't like often see, especially not fully exposed like this. I know. And it is remarkable. And it, you know, it begs the question: like, the bigger the ass, the bigger the hole. But we know I that's not. That's, that's not. True. The, that's not no. true. But maybe no. For the... We've seen some skinny motherfucker. I mean, it's all about. The the uh, desire. We've to seen some it. skinny boys with some stretched out holes. I will say that. <laughs> some ugly ones too. Ugh. Oh, well. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, if you enjoyed this, there are sixty some odd other episodes where yeah. we talk about Brian Knobs' asshole or any given other folks's uh, orifices love the orifices this is the first time we talked about sounding i think right i'm pretty sure i mean i hope that they pay us and we get a chance to talk about it again that ad read would you we would we would kill that oh it'd be it'd be a joy we would earn every cent of that 
three dollars they would give us. I love to get some fucking money going in, but only for freak shit, divisive products, real yeah, hardware. Any, if, anybody people... out there? You're making hardware for the for the for the holes. <laughs> you know. Um... <laughs> It's so weird that that's the, like the 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 first like sniff of a thing. That <laughs> I was just like, yes, we talk often about uh, anal plugs and uh, cock and ball torture on the phone. We talk. Uh, it, we've you know. It's so funny that Bix asked about it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should have known that Bix wouldn't know, but no, I Bix. I've Bix has been around, right? Yeah, well, I know what Bix is into. There is Bix no way. Anything. That's great, man. I'm happy for Bix. Yeah. Well, there's virtually no way that we're the only wrestling podcast that's talked about, you know, cock cages and vibrating plugs and, you know. All of your various accoutrements. The chin dildo. I think we talked about that at one point, right? We've talked about we've di- we've co- we've discussed. We did a whole episode on that. <laughs> we did. We've talked about uh, how I don't like when you, they suck the dildo. You don't like the, the sucking the dildo. I yeah. just think it's. I just think it's weird. Well, I mean, look, it's, it's part uh, of the it's, act. It's, it's artificial, you know. It's a, hey, it's all sex is fucking fake. Sorry. I mean, I know this. I know. Hate to break it to you. Out- <laughs> you know, my material fucking analysis would say sex is fake, but at the same time, man, I don't know. That's hate that's to break it to you. Every fun, time buddy. I've ever fucking busted, it was uh, performative. Um, well, death to America. Rate, review, and subscribe. And I hope we get that sponsor on board because I could. I, I would love it if just pay the slips in every month, and we'll talk about yeah, your fucked up products. Support uh, death to America. There's got to be a couple out there. You yeah, know. they're all companies that are producing products where you stick sponsor us about sticking a rod up your penis i would absolutely take that money from fatah but i don't have it yeah god they they, you're out there folks if you're out there let your friends know and uh that goes to anybody listening to this um if there's anybody who's out there who's still out there at the end of this episode um who is enjoying this and you know another person who could possibly be on board with this Whatever this is, please. You got a friend in lo- for life for the record. But yeah, well, they're yeah, they're they're cool. First of all, they're cool, but also let them know. Let them fucking know. Spread yeah. the word. Let them know. That's America. Bye.